This is LaSalle College High School Football on Bob Long Sports. Presented by Dunphy Ford. Ferguson takes the snap, inside handoff. Madden has room to the 10, to the 5, dives for the end zone. Touchdown, Explorers! Side Madden, he does it again! Three receivers out wide. Ferguson drifts that way, throws on the run, over the top, one-handed catch, made touchdown. by Nick He scores a touchdown, Rinella! Stick him on there. An incredible play and a touchdown for the Explorers. It's time for first kick on Bob Long Sports. Welcome to Conshohocken, Pennsylvania, the site of tonight's Philadelphia Catholic League opener between LaSalle and Archbishop Carroll. The Explorers and the Patriots are live here at the A Field in Conshohocken. It's Bob Long, Rob Stott. Dan Madden alongside the 1-2 and two LaSalle Explorers in their white uniforms take to the road to play the Patriots of Archbishop Carroll. They are in their black tops with the red helmets. A beautiful rendition of the National Anthem while we were in break and now out to the field for the kickoff. The Explorers and Daniel Karish will update the starting lineups and players to watch as soon as this play is completed. Karish swings the red leg through at the 40-yard line. Back deep to get it and comes down is Smiley. Smiley breaks it to the outside and has a tackle miss at the 20 and sneaks forward for another couple of yards. At the 23-yard line, the Patriots will start their first drive. First and 10 Patriots on their own 22. Guys to watch, Stephen Honick, the quarterback, of Archbishop Carroll. He's thrown for 200 yards in each of his first three games. He'll be looking for Jay Smiley, who just returned that ball. Demir Ruffin, who has 150 yards receiving on the season. And if all else fails, turn around and hand it to Josh Bowman, who looks to be taking the starting job. He had 12 carries for 40, uh, 72 yards in the first game, taking over for Christian Smith. We'll see who gets the majority of the carries. First handoff is to Bowman. Bowman gets a few yards and is wrapped up after about three in between the tackles to the 26. Looked like a little read option there early on to, to start things off, Bob. But like we talked about during the pregame show, it'll be interesting to see how the Explorers handle this passing offense from Carroll. So we know they've struggled over the first, first couple of weeks of the season, so it'll be key for them to, to put pressure on the receivers and you know watch out for those deep balls. We welcome back Dan Madden to the broadcast booth. Was taking the ACT last week. Hope it went well, Dan. Oh, yeah, it went great. You don't have those scores yet, do you? Uh, no, not yet. We're working on it, though. <laughs> now in the shotgun. Handoff again to Bowman. In the backfield, wrapped up. Liam Trainer, a loss of about four yards. They're back to their own 22-yard line, and it's third and 11. Way to bust through the line by Trainer there. So nice play to, to stop momentum there and, and bring up a nice third and long for the Explorers here early on. 10.53 to play. Clock ticking here in the first quarter. We're scoreless. And Archbishop Carroll moves from right to left. Honick takes the snap. Throws over the middle, and it's over the head of Smiley. Led him a bit too far. Was looking for him at the 40-yard line outside the hash marks. And it's fourth and 11 
Carroll forced to punt. Three and out on the opening drive. Finn McNulty, the punter, stands deep with his heels on his own 10-yard line. Back deep, Troy Holland, the lone deep man at his own 47. McNulty punts it, up to get it as Holland, catches it at the 50, has some room to the 35, cuts inside at the 30, now inside and is tackled at the 20-yard line. Nice return by Holland there. Backed up a little bit, but then saw the ball was falling in front of him. Had all his momentum as he was catching it to carry him forward, and just a nice return there. Found the seam and uh, sets the Explorers up for excellent field position here for their first drive. A 29-yard punt, a 30-yard return for Troy Holland, and the Explorers will start with Tom Lamort coming onto the field. Dan, your thoughts on what you've seen? Now, not seeing the Malvern game in person, but the way you've uh, seen Lamort develop over the first couple games. So he started off against North Penn. He looked a little nervous. You know, it was his first game as a senior, first snaps. Um, but he's, he's become more comfortable uh, with the offense that Brett Gordon runs. You know, he's, he's running a great offense there. And here comes Cy Madden with the, uh, the bounce outside. And inside. Unreal. Ryan dives <laughs> for the end zone. Is he in there? They give it to him. Given a touchdown, Ooh. was nearly taken down in the backfield. Split to the outside, the far side, cut through a couple more would-be tacklers and dove for the end zone on the first play from scrimmage. The Explorers score six and lead by that tally with 10-17 to play in the first quarter. Just side being side. <laughs> he makes it look easy, you know. <laughs> Shaking a guy like it's nothing and just scooting to the outside and turning on the Jets. Mike Wells in to take the extra point. Daniel Karish the holder. Wells up and good. And that one's out of the stadium. Off the top of the fence and gone. <laughs> a four-bagger for Mike Wells. 7-0, Explorers lead early. Check the windows out in the parking lot. Make sure that didn't go through anything. Yeah, good thing I didn't park my car too close to the stadium. 10-17 <laughs> to play as... Day approaches dusk here in Conshohocken, and the Explorers starting quickly. Karish will come back out to take the kickoff, and Cy Madden just picks off right where he left off. One play from scrimmage, 20-yard spurt to the end zone after breaking one tackle in the backfield. Now Karish carefully places on the tee. Now takes a few steps back. Smiley is back deep, as well as Demir Ruff in number seven. Karish approaches at the 40. And a flag going to be offside against LaSalle. They'll back him up five yards, as we saw against Malvern Prep. A high school rule. They call the play dead immediately after an offside on a kickoff. It's in an effort to reduce collisions and other things that uh, you don't want to see on kickoffs. Cy Madden, after that touchdown run, 
He came in the year with 460 yards, now has 480 yards rushing on 79 carries from scrimmage. Be doing well for any fantasy team out there with those kinds of numbers, man. <laughs> now from the 35, from the college line, Karish takes a few steps back. LaSalle fans inhabit the far side of the field at the A field in Conshohocken. Karish with the kick, more of a line drive. Directed at Smiley, catches it at its own 10. Now comes up past the hash marks to the 35, now to the 40. Creeps up past the 45-yard line, should be just past that stripe. And good field position for the Patriots of Archbishop Carroll. It was a decent kick there, uh, for kickoff for LaSalle despite the flag, but... Almost, uh, you, you hear the, the, the phrase often, you know, I'll kick your coverage. Seems like he sort of did that there. Didn't give LaSalle enough time, especially with a line drive kick like that, to get down there and, and make the tackle early on, and Carroll takes advantage. And with the games I've seen so far, LaSalle has struggled with their special teams, their, uh, their kicking coverage. Um, it's something they need to work on. They need to maybe get down the field faster. I don't know, but they need to work on it, you know. Honick in the shotgun, three-step drop, throws over the middle, catch is made, and rumbling forward is Gross. Rick Gross gets a first down down inside the 45-yard line of LaSalle. They spot him at the 44. And Gross was stopped there, and it looked like Lemke almost hit him forward for another five yards. And that was the difference. Caught it at about the 47 of LaSalle, rumbled forward for another three or four yards. Honick back in the shotgun. Out wide is Ruffin. Bowman next to him. Handoff to Bowman. Ball is loose. Hanek gets on it. It's going to be a big loss. Back into Patriot territory at the 47-yard line. A loss of nine yards. And the exchange looked good there, but it, it seemed like the initial tr contact coming through the line again by LaSalle uh, sort of threw that one off and, and just put the ball on the turf. Yeah, Lemke Sorry, grass. Cut, Lemke cut through the A-gap there, and he just wasn't blocked and uh, had an easy shot at the running back there. Now second and 19. They're going to run the option. Thrown to Bowman. Not going anywhere. Corbin Mel, another loss. Right near the near sideline. Mel sniffed that one out from the beginning. Bowman had no shot. And they're back to their own 44-yard line. Another loss of three. Just another great job. LaSalle getting off the line quick. Getting off their blocks and, and make, getting into the backfield and just wreaking havoc right now early on. So now a yard back of their initial starting field position on this drive. Snap to Honick. Honick throws it deep. Has a man over the top. And it's dropped at the 30-yard line. In the hands of Demir oh. Ruffin. No excuse not to bring it in. And Ruffin is going to be thinking about that one as he runs off the field. It's fourth down. And, and the, the Patriots have to punt. And there it is. We see it for LaSalle like we talked about early on, man. You know, the, those deep balls, it's, they've had trouble all year long covering those deep plays. And their corner's just getting turned around. Uh, and fortunate enough there, like we saw against North Penn, just ball gets dropped. McNulty stands deep to punt it. And back deep to return for the Explorers. Holland. Holland on a short punt lets it bounce. It goes out of bounds at the 32-yard line. Trey McNeil going after it with a member of the Patriots. And it looks like Jake Natale on special teams. Those two went after it. No flags, but they were wrestling each other to the ground on the Archbishop Carroll sideline. Surprised to see no laundry there, gentlemen. Early on, I don't... I did. 
didn't catch it myself, but yeah, early on you got, you got to think the maybe the refs didn't see it either. I, tough to miss that one. Now onto the field come the LaSalle Explorers. They spot the ball right at the 30-yard line. Eye formation. Madden the deep back. One receiver to each side. Play action fake. Lamort rolls, throws. Holland makes the catch at the 48-yard line of Carroll and out of bounds. A big gain of 22 yards and a first down for the Explorers. And one of Tom Lamort's strength throwing on the run there. Throws a nice start to uh, Troy Holland on the left. A nice about 20-yard gain. LaSalle moves from left to right. 8-10 to play. They lead 7-0 against Archbishop Carroll. They scored on their first play from scrimmage. That their second play from scrimmage. So 42 yards gained on two plays for the Explorer offense. From the 47, Madden the deep back. Gets the handoff, sneaks through the tackles, breaks one tackle, then gets wrapped up. A big play there from Archbishop Carroll. Madden looked like he was cutting and shaking and making his way through the line and then just ran into a wall there in Carroll defense. Bobby Ferry, the linebacker, makes the stop. Substitution here for Carroll. They're going to get an extra linebacker in there. Take one off the line. Hand off to Madden on the sweep. Wrapped up at the line of scrimmage. Nice team defense as they strung him out wide uh -oh. and then made the tackle. And Madden is hobbling off of the field right now. Madden is down. You're right. Helmet on the ground. Limping behind the bench. Looked like a right knee, ankle. Just favoring that right leg. So now here comes Manny Quills, number 13. The sophomore. Quills is alongside Lamort. We'll keep you apprised of the Sire Madden status as well as we can. Right now on the sideline with his helmet off. Shotgun snap to Lamort. Throws over the top, and it's caught by Troy Holland out of bounds. A flag came down near the line of scrimmage. Looks like a hold on LaSalle's yeah, very, offensive line. Very clear hold. They're going to back up the Explorers as it's a holding penalty. Will be third and 15. 6.44 to play. LaSalle leads 7-0 against Archbishop Carroll. Explorer football live on Bob Long Sports. Now on minus side of midfield at the 48-yard line, the Explorers will need inside the 40-yard line of Archbishop Carroll. The marker is at the 37. Lamort rolls to his strong side, looks over the top on the wheel route, and it's intercepted. Demir Ruffin, he was looking for Holland, didn't see Ruffin in zone coverage, and Ruffin made the play. He was looking at Holland the whole way, and Ruffin went up, grabbed it with two, held onto it with one as he was coming down. That was a that was a, a pretty interception, but Tommy Lamort was looking that way the entire time. Easy for the defense to read and slide over and make that pick. First turnover of the game comes from Tom Lamort and the Explorers, and they give it right back to the Patriots with 6.35 to play. 
Now the Patriots from their own 30. Drive from right to left. Honick throws the screen to Bowman. Has room up the near side. Goes out of bounds near the 40. They going to mark him out earlier? They will. Stepped out of bounds at the 35-yard line. A gain of five. Trainer was in there on the nudge. Clock stops for the time being. 6.29 as Bowman went out of bounds on the screen. Two receivers to the near side. Ball on the near hash. Honick fakes the handoff. Now fakes the throw over the top. Little shovel play goes over the top. Pretty much just hoisted it like a beanbag. And on the catch was Kadir Roberts. A, pretty a first by, down. Pretty play by Honick there. You know, he uh, had a lot of pressure on him. Spins out. A nice floater to uh, the wide receiver there. Gets 10-yard gain. Good news, though. I think I saw Cy Madden running on the sideline there. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on Madden. Don't want to bring him back too quickly. Good to see he's agile and moving. Hand off to Bowman to the outside and is wrapped up for a loss of two. Back to the 45-yard line of Carroll. It will be second and 12. Just more penetration by the LaSalle defensive line there. It's clear that that's not working right now for Carroll. But they, you know, they're staying true to it, trying to keep LaSalle honest. So. First quarter under six minutes to play as the clock ticks. LaSalle leads seven to nothing. Carroll in the shotgun. In motion comes Smiley. They hand it to him on the jet sweep. Flag goes up, and he's brought down after a gain of three. On the field. That should come back. Formation. Illegal motion, maybe. Motion. Clock stopped at 5.39 to play first quarter. It's a legal shift against Archbishop Carroll. And LaSalle elects to decline the penalty. Third and nine upcoming. So the first down marker is at the 44. Coach Diamond has some trust in his defense yeah, here on the trust third in and their nine. On the far hash, Carroll is in the shotgun. Three receivers to the near side. Snap. Honick throws. Wide open. And he drops the ball. This time Roman Davis. He was wide open and had reservations for six. But dropped it right at the 40-yard line. It's twice now LaSalle benefits from just some slippery hands by Carroll's wide receivers. Tell you what, the play call here, guys, is giving LaSalle fits. The Explorers want to pin their ears back, and at times that's been successful, especially when Carroll's trying to run the ball outside. But little wheel routes, delay plays, that's been very, very effective. But on fourth down, here's the punt. Comes off the side of the foot and goes out of bounds at the 43-yard line. A 10-yard punt, no return as it went out of bounds, and the Explorers come back onto the field. Would have liked to see that kicked a little deeper, but, you know, with Holland back there, what we've seen him do yet, maybe not the worst thing in the world. They have angled both towards the sideline after the first kick was returned 30 yards by Holland. Now they actually spot it right at the 44-yard line, so up a yard from where we saw it go out of bounds. And it looks like Cy Madden is back in the game. It's a welcome sight for LaSalle Explorer fans. 
Handoff to Madden. Nearly fumbled it. Gets to the outside of the tackles and makes another man miss right there. Is thrown down up near the 40-yard line of Archbishop Carroll. First down, LaSalle. And that's a good first play after going out with what looked like it could have been a serious injury, so it's nice to see them get the ball to Madden early and him make a nice move and pick up a, a nice big first down for LaSalle. Still seems to be favoring that right leg, though. He just hopped off the field, basically. Uh, looks like he's struggling there. I don't know if he'll be able to come back in this game. We'll see what his role will need to be here in this one. Now they fake the handoff. Quills blocks. Lamort over the top and over the head of Brett Malley was trying to take a deep shot after the first down run from Madden and threw it a bit too long. Good coverage in the back. Oh. Roughing the passer here on Carroll. Uh, looks like a late hit on Tom Lamort. So all that good defense from the safety uh, all for naught. And of the throws we've seen from Tommy so far tonight, you had the one that was spot on to Holland. But everything else seems to be long right now, so maybe a bit nervous. Maybe a little amped up tonight, yeah. He's got to cool those jets a little bit and stay comfortable in that pocket. 4.42 to play, first quarter. LaSalle now driving down the field on the back of a side Madden long run and then a roughing the passer penalty on the most recent play. Manny Quills, the tailback. Three receivers in a tight formation. They sweep it to Quills. Quills gets by the first would-be tackler. Keeps going to the outside. Maybe a half a yard gain at best. Just about the line of scrimmage. Second and 10. 429 to play and counting in the first quarter. Not side Madden speed there from Quills, but nice job avoiding a couple would-be tacklers in the backfield to get a slight gain for the Explorers, but otherwise, uh, you know, I don't know. What do, you, what do you think about the change of pace between these two backs, Dan? Um, I think Manny Quills is more of a, a cutting running back, while Sly Madden is a north-south, more downhill runner. So they're two different guys, so you, you can't really compare them in that sense. But obviously Sly Madden, one of the, the, the best players on the South team, so it's tough to live up to that. Hand off to Quills. Has some blocking on the outside. Has to beat one man with his speed and does. It's close to a first down as he got inside the 20-yard line to about the 17. And they wave the chains forward, a first down for Manny Quills and the LaSalle Explorers. And one thing, it may be early in the game, but I'm, I'm excited to see is to see Tom Lamort without having Cy Madden in the backfield, to see his poise in the pocket, to see how he can handle under pressure without his go-to guy, basically. So the ball's in his hands now. Quills picked up the first block on the play-action play, the first play after Cy Madden went out for the second time. Now it's Quills, the tailback. Broken play. Looked like Lamore was looking for him on the other side. Throws it up. Wide open his trainer. Cuts inside and dives forward to the six. So Lamore makes something out of nothing Ooh. there. Looks like he had zero to work with, but the outlet, the safety valve, was trainer. Well, Aaron Rodgers-esque had a guy tugging on his jersey as he's going down and manages to complete a pass. Gain of eight. Nonetheless, still a risky throw by Tom Lamore. <laughs> That's across the field there. I mean, Whew. obviously a great throw. He's going down, but something maybe... In the future, you might not want to Don't want to see that. Don't want to see much of that. Second and two from the seven. LaSalle driving from left to right. I formation. Handoff to Quills. Stutters gets Hand through the line to, to the end zone. Touchdown, LaSalle. A spin move at the four. Sprung him. 
And then one more leap over the outstretched would-be tackler. It's a touchdown, and the Explorers lead 13 to nothing with 2.41 to play in the first. Dan, you mentioned those cuts and moving and shaking that he likes to do. That was a perfect example of it right there. That was, that was quite a uh, splendid little run there by Quills. Yeah, pretty run by him. You know, he looked like he was stopped at the line. Uh, some nice defense by Carroll, but he cuts through a nice small hole there. Spin move at the end and gets into the end zone. Wells on to take the extra point. It is up, and it is good, and it is gone. <laughs> two for two from Wells out of the very cozy stadium here at the A field. Two for two, two homers. I like it. <laughs> Not a bad night. So with 2.41 to play in the first quarter, it has been all LaSalle, 14 to nothing. Two touchdown runs, one from Cy Madden, one from Manny Quills. Haven't seen too, too much. Lamorde hasn't been asked to do too, too much. Had a few nice throws on the run. One interception, unfortunately for him. Stood in there and took what would end up being a late hit penalty. So at this point for Lamorte, you know, passing grade a B with, uh, with still plenty of time to go in this one. And I think if LaSalle can continue to build on this lead, you're going to see them try new things with Lamort in game situations. I think could be very beneficial for him as he moves through the second half of the season. Yeah, definitely. It's all about confidence for Tom Lamort, and the way you build his confidence is by letting him throw the ball, letting him you know, open the playbook a little bit more so he can make those throws that he's confident in making so in the games following that he'll be able to make those throws knowing that Daniel, he has done this Daniel before. Karish kick kicks it deep. Smiley has it, and he catches it in the end zone, so an automatic touchback in high school. 14 to nothing, 2.41 to play. The Explorer defense comes onto the field. They're dressed in their road white uniforms with the gold helmets, and guys, a really sleek look with the dark blue pants. Thank you very much, Under Armour. I know. I, I like the looks tonight, you know, the gold helmets, white, white shirts, blue pants. Uh, really good look for them, I think. Got all those colors represented in just – they look – Right now, you know, a little clean. So the, the white, when it, when, it's, when it is pure white, nothing on it looks solid. But, it, you know, you add a little green in there as well, I, I think it looks better by the end of the night. <laughs> now shotgun snap. Hand off to Bowman. Bowman goes down. Another big loss. This a loss of five yards back to the 15-yard line. And I think we're just seeing the size of LaSalle up front is just too much for Carroll to handle. Yes, a, a big struggle, and this isn't Bowman's fault. We talked a little bit before the game of the running back battle, shall we say, as Bowman got a lot more snaps than Christian Smith in the last game versus Smith that took the majority of the snaps in the first two. But just there, there's nothing either of those guys could do. Now Bowman Ooh. takes a screen pass, has room to the 20, and is brought down a few yards past the initial line of scrimmage. That's a gain of nine, and it'll be third and six upcoming. You look, you look at Bowman there, that little run out of the backfield, you can't help but think of a Darren Sproles kind of look to him as he's just chugging his way upfield. That was a, a pretty little thing. Yeah, one of those guys with the quick feet, you know, he's moving, moving his legs fast, moving down the field. The Bowman train? <laughs> That's not Navarro, right? <laughs> Speaking of Penn State linebackers, 2.02 to play. 14-0 LaSalle. Third and six. One-handed catch made by Smiley on the screen pass. Unfortunately, it was a loss of four because he was dropped right there. But, wow, what an individual play <laughs> to make that catch. 
in nice individual effort, but one where you'd almost rather see him drop it so that you save those yards. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, you're right. There's nowhere he's going on that, but at that point it's going to be fourth and six anyways. Yep. Give your guy Might a well, shot to yeah. make a play. But I hear you, Rob. Loss of four puts him back at the original line of scrimmage. Now the heel's on the six. Punt by McNulty comes to the side. Hobson takes a little explorer roll. Hopped at the 41-yard line and backed down to the 37. So backspin there, and the Explorers once again have field position into Patriot territory. A good first few drives by the LaSalle defense really stopping the Carroll, uh, the Carroll offense, not letting them go anywhere. And, Rob, like you said, that last play there, they had been struggling with the uh, with the with like the screen passes and the little floaters. But right there, that looks like they found them out. Uh, nice play by the defense, not letting them get anywhere. 119 to play, first quarter. 14-0, LaSalle leads against Archbishop Carroll. Lamort back onto the field. Joe Burnham, the fullback. And a timeout is called by Archbishop Carroll. For over 150 years, the attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell have been serving families and businesses in Philadelphia, Montgomery, and Bucks County. Whether you've been hurt in an accident, you're involved in a commercial or real estate transaction, or you're securing your family's financial future. At Howland Hess O'Connell, we devote our full attention and expertise to you. The attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell are available now at 215-287-9292. And this one's Rob's favorite. Give me that number, Bob. That's C-U-P Wawa. <laughs> Call 215-287-9292, C-U-P Wawa, or visit us now at howlandhess.com. He loves it. I could use some Wawa coffee right now. That'd be... <laughs> So, Rob, we nice. usually do this later in the game, though, but uh, let's give them a where you at. Where are you at? Where are you listening from here tonight? Where LaSalle at? Faithful, Archbishop Carroll Faithful. We'll give you a shout live on the air if you give us a tweet, at Bob Long Sports. That's at Bob Long Sports, and that's our handle for all programming updates, all upcoming broadcasts, and all the material that we put out on a weekly basis. So, at Bob Long Sports, but where are you at? Where are you listening from? We'd love to hear from you. I remember right, we had a Michigan last week. We did. Now the shotgun snap out of the timeout. Octavius Carter cuts to the inside and goes down after a gain of about four yards. Got outside the hash marks and made the defense square him out there. A nice job by Carter, but there is a flag in the secondary. Holding against LaSalle, so they'll bring it back ten yards. But, yes, we had a Michigan listener, or a set of Michigan listeners. We had a listener, or a few set of listeners from Ver Vermont, and then uh, from California as well. So all over the country, we appreciate everyone joining us. And, hey, if you're listening in Philadelphia, too, tell us that. You know, we're not only worried about those on the West Coast. We like locals. We're everybody's team here, and we're just glad that you can join us and listen to our coverage of LaSalle Explorer football. Now 53 seconds to play in the first quarter after the holding penalty. The delay, and they fake the handoff. Lamort on the play action. Eludes pressure. Now takes off with it and goes out of bounds just past the original line of scrimmage, but thrown in the backfield. Another flag should be another hold and looks will like, bring back the Explorers further. Looks like it could have been one of two guys there. There's some tackles in the backfield. This pressure just broke. Or, sorry, the protection broke down around Lamort, and guys were just drugged down. So another 10, and that came in the backfield. So 
10 yards from the spot of the foul. They're going to mark it off from the 48-yard line of LaSalle. So going backwards here on the last few possessions, the original line of scrimmage was all the way up at the 37 of Archbishop Carroll. And when all is said and done, they are at the 39-yard line of LaSalle. And this is the kind of stuff we saw late in the second half last week against Malvern where LaSalle was just shooting themselves in the foot, get, starting in good field position for themselves, but backing up, careless penalties, just really pushing themselves out of good field position. Yeah. First and 34 for the Explorers. They need the 27-yard line of Archbishop Carroll for the first. 42 seconds to play, first quarter clock is stopped with a 14-0 lead for the Explorers. Lamort drops back, throws the screen to Holland, and Holland is taken down after a gain of about four yards. Good pursuit on the outside by Carroll. Anthony Warnick made the stop coming off the defensive line. Now second and 29 for the Explorers. 12 seconds. Now down to 11. They break the huddle at 9. Up to the line. Quickly are the Explorers and Matt Weichel. And triple zeros. Not going to get it. LaSalle can't get the snap off. After one quarter of play, it's LaSalle 14. Archbishop Carroll 0. We'll be back on the other side. Second and 29 upcoming for the Explorers. They'll switch ends. And we'll be back on the other side. This is LaSalle College High School Football on Bob Long Sports. And we're brought to you by Dunfeet Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here. And I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunfee Ford in the Northeast. Dunfee Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at dunphyford.com. Welcome back. Beginning of the second quarter here at the A-Field in Conshohocken as the Patriot Pet Fan plays next to us as the teams get ready to exit their huddles and go back onto the field. This is a matchup of the 1-2 LaSalle Explorers and the 0-3 Patriots of Archbishop Carroll, a game that was supposed to be played at McNichol Field, the new complex built on the campus of Archbishop Carroll High School, not ready to be played on quite yet, so they'll delay that by another two weeks. They play on the road next week, so they'll introduce that new stadium very soon, but for us, a bit of history to the A field here in Conshohocken. Last time the Explorers played here was the year 2004. Now Lamort on second and 29. Here comes the screen. Quills gets up past the 50 to the 45. Now to the 40, and is wrestled down at the 33-yard line. A big gain for LaSalle. Clock runs. Good call by Brett Gordon there. Uh, 
looked like Tom Lord was under pressure, but I saw the offensive lineman uh, sneak to the right. A nice play by Manny Quills there. Big gain, third and six almost. It's doable for LaSalle's offense. It's kind of one of those plays you expect to see on a third and long, but nice to see them use it and gain a lot of yards and set themselves up for a, a manageable third down. Lamort steps back into the shotgun. Snap. Steps up. Throws over the middle, and it's too high for Holland. Look for him at the 24-yard line, but couldn't get up high enough to make the catch. It's fourth down. Needed to be high, too, because there was a defender right in front of Holland that I don't know if Lamort saw just out of everyone's reach there. They're going to keep the offense on the field for a fourth and six. Would be a 53, I should say about a 50-yard field goal, really. From about the 33, 50-51 yards from here. So they'll leave Lamort on the field and get the offense work in fourth down situations. Quills is directly behind Lamort. He rolls to his strong side. And it's tipped and intercepted by Carroll. They try to change directions, have a little bit of blocking, and now goes down at the 25-yard line. And that was just another situation of Lamort staring down his man. Defense reading him and coming up with another big pick. Matt Martellotti made the play, number 24. And now the Archbishop Carroll Patriots offense comes back onto the field. From their own 25, first and 10. Bowman in motion. Here comes the shovel. They throw it away. Fumble. Ball on the ground. Did Bowman come up with it? Looked like he did. It'll stay with Archbishop Carroll. A loss of one. That's a couple lucky plays for them in the backfield now. Drop putting the ball on the ground behind the line of scrimmage and just able to come up up with it and not hand the ball back to LaSalle right away there. Just looks like this Carroll offense is going to have a tough time with LaSalle's speed on defense all night long oversized on the offensive line as well by this LaSalle big D line. Two receivers at the far side. Ball's on the near hash and the shotgun. Honick throws the screen. Smiley makes the play. Cuts inside. And now tries to turn up field. Has some trouble and gets a gain of maybe four yards up to the 29. Good run by Smiley there. Just ran out of room. Ran into his offensive lineman there. Shifting around. The offensive lineman couldn't get out of the way fast enough. Third and six. They need the 35-yard line for a first down. But, yeah, Smiley did a nice job there, really just planting the outside foot, cutting up field. He's got some great quick moves. Yeah, like you said, Rob, that was Darren Sproles-esque there. Now the third and six. Shotgun snap. Hanuk looks to get rid of it, spins out of trouble. There's going to be a hold. Running out of room. Ugh. And brought down by the shoulder pads, a big loss, and LaSalle will almost certainly decline this penalty back inside the 20-yard line to the 17. Honick just had no one downfield there. Looked like he was running for his life almost. Fourth down after declining the penalty. The Patriots give up yards on that set of downs. Clock ticks under 9.25 to play second quarter. Still a 14-0 game. Heels on the five. Kick from McNulty. This time takes a better hop at the 40. Past the 50. And to the 46-yard line of LaSalle. 
So the Explorer offense will take over. At the, they mark it at the 45-yard line on their own side of midfield. The D is doing their job tonight, given the Explorers' excellent starting field position all night. So it's time to see, you know, what Tommy Lamort and this offense can do, whether they can really start to, you know, put the pedal to the metal and, and turn this game up for the offense. Here is Lamort. He has Burnham, the fullback in the backfield, serving as the tailback for this particular down. Lamort rolls to his strong side, throws over the top, too high. Was looking for Quills at the 35-yard line. It's not accurate tonight. Usually these, these are the plays we've said it before. You know, you get Lamort on the move, on the run, and he's a pretty accurate passer, but tonight for some reason just not finding his guys. 20 yards through the air there for Lamort. It was air-mailed. Over the sophomore running back wide receiver combo, Manny Quills, who we'll see a lot more time tonight. Cy Madden came back for a singular play, busted out a pretty nice gain after initially going off the field in the second drive and hasn't returned since. Now Quills through the tackles, a gain of four up to the 49-yard line still on LaSalle's side of midfield, and they'll need the 45 of Carroll for a first down, third and six. Now, you're seeing a lot of Joe Burnham here, Dan. What role does he provide in that fullback slot, but also a guy that can make some moves if he catches a pass? Yeah, big man and, um, against the Carroll D-line here. Looks like he can make some plays as run as the halfback, you know. Uh, could burst through the line there, get good yards for the Explorers. One of the one of their running backs that is bigger and has more of their like, bulk carries. Third and six. Here's the shotgun snap to Lamort. Throws over the top. Intercepted again. This time room to run at the 20. Now to the 45. Out past the 50. And down to the 40-yard line of LaSalle. Catch was made around the 20 of LaSalle. And a long return all the way back from number 32, Greg Natale. First down, Patriots. Another mistake by Lamort. Looking for someone deep over the middle and just finding, instead of his own guy, Carroll defender. It seems like he's completed more passes to Carroll's secondary than our own guys so far tonight. It's a tough play there for Lamort. That's one where you gotta read the safety, look him off a little bit more, and then make that play over the middle. Now 8.01 to play. First down from the 40 of LaSalle. They go deep. They look for it all. It's caught. Ruffin makes the play and down inside the five-yard line. The fade was beautifully thrown from Hanek, and now the Patriots are in business. Great throw, even better catch over the shoulder, just in stride finds his man. and Excellent, excellent play for Carroll. First time now inside the LaSalle red zone. Deep in the red zone at that. The two-yard line, first and goal. A 38-yard strike from Hanek to Ruffin. Eye formation. Hanek under center. Takes the handoff. Rolls. Throws. Touchdown. Got tackled into that goal line and put the ball over the stripe. Touchdown, Patriots. It's now 14-6. 
And this is a case where all those mistakes that Lamort makes, you had really had opportunities all night uh, to put up some points and, and really put this game away early. But now, all of a sudden, you find yourselves in a situation where it's back to a one-score game. 7.46 to play. All three touchdowns scored in this end zone. Now McNulty sets to take the point after. It's up, and it is good, 14-7. to And a flag came in late. Illegal formation. This will go against the Patriots of Archbishop Carroll. We'll back him up five more yards. Now McNulty. We'll take the kick from the 15-yard line. So 25 yards out to take the point after. The holder will be number 31, Bobby Ferry. Snap, hold, kick is up. And the kick is no good. Wide right, 14 to six was pushed by McNulty, and LaSalle escapes at least that seventh point after the illegal formation penalty pushed them back. We'll take a quick break, come back for the remainder of the second quarter, and you're listening to Explore Football on Bob Long Sports, brought to you by Howland Hess O'Connell. The attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell have experience encompassing a wide variety of commercial, property, construction, criminal, and estate litigation. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Our attorneys are adept to changes in the law, which is a great benefit to our achievements and your success. Our goal is to handle your situation in a professional manner to get you the justice that you deserve. Our focus is you. Visit us online at howlandhess.com or call 215-287-9292. Welcome back. 7.46 to play second quarter. LaSalle leads the Patriots of Archbishop Carroll here at the A-Field in Conshohocken. Bob Long, Rob Stott, Dan Madden alongside. Now kicking off are the Patriots. A line drive kick. Caught at about the 15. Cutting up is Quills, and Quills gets all the way up to the 35-yard line. A great job to stab that ball in midair before the return team could get down to block. So, Dan, I'd say a big drive here for LaSalle. You had a couple opportunities, like we talked about, uh, time to for Lamort to, to go mistake-free here, I think. Exactly. It's a, it's a big drive for LaSalle. Something, something uh, Tom Lamort needs to do is forget this. It's tough as a high school to forget your mistakes, but he needs to forget forget the first two quarters of the game and almost start like a whole new game here. Octavius Carter, now the lone tailback. Looks like Danny Selecki's in a quarterback. Selecki fumbles the ball and dives on it. A loss of two, but very fortunate to get that ball. So now, LaSalle, you start to ask questions here as Lamort has been pulled after three interceptions. And on comes Danny Selecki, number 16, the junior quarterback, standing at 5'10". Haven't seen Selecki in more than 
essentially garbage time later in game. So this is Selecki's first real opportunity here. Hands off to Octavius Carter. Carter makes one man miss, gets to the outside, and is taken down at the 33-yard line. Ah, make that the 38-yard line after a gain of two. The Explorers look like they got away with a hold there. The whole Carroll uh, fan section is a little mad about that one, but Octavius Carter, good running there, but... I think he's dancing a little bit too much. Needs to get downfield, gain a little more yards there. Dancing enough that Coach Gordon has taken him out here for this play. So Selecki back into the game after getting a call from the sideline. Brett Malley is split out wide. Ball's on the near hash. Burnham and Holland are on the near side out wide. Selecki takes the snap, backs up, looks for the screen, and throws another interception. Intercepted by number 10, Rich Melito. And this will be deep into Explorer territory at the 30-yard line. Some of the best starting field position on either side tonight. And now here we go. 6-11 to play second quarter. It's a one-score game. And Carroll has the ball fairly deep in LaSalle territory. And this is the first time all year where I've questioned uh, Coach Steinmetz and Coach Gordon's move there. Um, Putting Danny Selecki in the game, I don't know if it was to teach Tom Lamore a lesson or if to try their options, but I don't know if this is the right time to do that. We're, we're getting in a game that's becoming close, so you need, you need your starters out there. Honick hands off to Bowman. Really didn't look like a good play from the beginning. Ended up getting about a half yard to a yard gain, but didn't really know where Bowman was going to be. Really a broken play from the start. It's second and nine. Then at this point, Dan, do you think you can go back? To Lamar, or do you, I mean, do you think this is Selecki's game? I'm not really sure, honestly. I, I, I want to see what happens next series, but I don't know if that was the right move because you want, to, you want Tom Lamort to have some confidence going to the next game or the games after that, but I don't know if this is the way you can do that. I don't know if they're trying to scare him or if they're, if they're trying to teach him a lesson. Find but another option or just yeah, teach him a lesson. Maybe, yeah. they're, maybe they're just checking their options because Tom Lamort, maybe not as, obviously not his greatest game, but they need to... They try over the top again. My apologies there, Dan. This time, can't make the play over the top. Great job by Kuznetsov to roll into coverage as the linebacker to cover the wheel route. That's a tough route to cover. He got his hand in the way there and just was able to, to break that one up. Yeah, they were looking for Roman Davis on the outside. Third and nine. Kuznetsov got some speed for a linebacker, though. He does. 11, 11. Third and nine from the 29-yard line of LaSalle. Bowman comes off the field. And now a timeout is called by Carroll as the play clock was running down. There was confusion as to who they wanted on the field. Bowman was on there initially, and they wanted to bring bigger guy, Christian Smith, onto the field, likely for blocking purposes, and all that led to a timeout. 5.22 to play, second quarter. And we'll tell you about our friends at Dunfeet Ford in the Northeast. 7700 Frankfurt Avenue. It's a wonderful dealership and our good friends led by Kevin Dunphy, a very proud LaSalle alum and a guy that sent his kids there. And that's really what they're all about at Dunphy Ford as well, the family. The family dealership, he came on and told us about it last year during the St. Joe's Prep versus LaSalle basketball game. And it rings true today. The Dunphy Ford difference. You come in once, you're never going to leave. 7700 Frankfurt Avenue or online at DunphyFord.com. 
Third and nine. Out of the timeout. This time it's Jay Smiley, the tailback alongside Hanek. Snap. They throw quickly over the middle, and it's broken up. In there, number three for LaSalle, Tom Flavin. Good job, because otherwise that's a first down and maybe some more. Excellent coverage by Tom Flavin there just to get in and break up the pass on a big third down. So, Leave the offense on the field. Looks like they're going to riverboat rob it here. Yeah, I mean, I you might as well, right? I don't know how much riverboat this is necessarily because <laughs> you're not kicking a 46-yard no. field goal, and you're not going to punt it. 29-yard line. They're going for it on fourth down. Fourth and nine. Hanek drifts to the outside, throws over the top, and Smiley can't get there. A turnover on downs. Will LaSalle Explorers escape after a bad interception from Selecki, and the defense stands up, four and out. The other thing there, too, obviously you're trusting your defense right now. You're putting a lot of faith in them. You know, I mean, they've done an excellent job. Three straight picks here, I think it's been, for the Explorers. So, uh, you know, not not quite riverboat territory, but, you know. Yes, yes, indeed. The riverboat Rob lives <laughs> on. One of our key characters. I don't know. Is that a character or is that just I, you, I Rob? Uh, Rob in real a life. A little bit of me in real life. I like to take a gamble, a risk here and there. A little taste of Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Cup of Joe and a taste of Rob. <laughs> 5.09 to play. Lamort back under center. Lamort hands off. A little bit of a delay came to Manny Quills, and Quills goes down. Really somehow slithered through the first line of defense and got a gain of five. It's the thing here with LaSalle. You know, you think about the picks, but I, side man's out of the game. It's almost like they completely abandon the run game. There's a few here and there, hands off and, and whatnot, but I'd really like to see them try to establish that run game with, with their other backs that they have in there that you know, have, have proven their worth here early on. You know, it's not, it's not just Madden. Clearly this is Madden's team when he's healthy. But, you know, let's, let's get some other guys in the rotation now. I formation, two receivers to the near side, ball in the middle of the field. Here's the handoff, and wrapped up in the backfield. He ran right into the fullback, Joe Burnham. And at that point, enough room for a cavalcade of Patriots to make the play. Or not, you know, with the run game. I guess you, you, you would think the size and speed of the LaSalle line would give him a little advantage, but just breaking down there, letting Carroll bust through and, and make a big stop in the backfield. So now it's third and five. And if you're Tom Lamore right now, you're playing with house money because you got past the three interceptions. You're pulled for a series. Now you're back. Erase it all. Start from scratch. Picks up a low snap, throws to the outside, and it was low and broken up by number five, Kadir Roberts, the cornerback. Fourth down for the Explorers, and on comes Mike Wells to punt. Yeah, a broken play for the Explorers from the start there. A low snap. Tom Lamort looked like he bobbled it. Rushed the throw there. Um, a little low for Troy Holland, and the cornerback for Carroll made a good play there. And Holland, that was not a crisp route. That was not Holland's best route. He came out of his break very slow. Frankly, Kadir Roberts was quicker out of, or to come up than, uh, than Holland was out of his break. Now Wells off the side of his foot, not his best punt. Lands at the 40-yard line. Was it touched by Archbishop Carroll? The referees say no. It'll be Carroll's ball at the 44-yard line, their own 44, but dangerously close to that ball was number 42, John Getz. 
And at the end of the day for the Explorers, that's a better, you know, ending result to that drive rather than giving it up in an interception and being able to at least somewhat, you know, switch the uh, the field of play here. I guess that's true, Rob, but this game has a completely different feel to it than it did in the first quarter. And this is the worst we've seen the Explorers look all year. Now they go over the top. They have him. Smiley makes the play. Maya Pardon. Damir Ruffin on the outside. Gets to the 10-yard line of LaSalle. All in one play. A 46-yard gain and a first down and goal. And there it is, those deep balls that have really been the Achilles heel for this defense all year long. Finally coming up to really bite them here. First and 10 from the 12-yard line. So they spot them just outside the 10-yard line. First and 10 from the 12. Bone gets the handoff inside the 5. A gash for 7 yards. Two forty-eight to play, second quarter. Second and three from the five. Set up by the 46-yard pass and then the seven-yard run. Shotgun snap to Hanek. They hand it to Bowman. The Explorers are all over him. A big loss. Back four yards and now just a yard past the initial line of scrimmage in this set of downs. It's third and nine. Third and six. And that's just the, the sort of seesaw play we've seen from this defense, you know, giving up the big plays through the air, but being able to break through the line and really cause havoc, wreak havoc in the backfield for Carroll's run game. Now a timeout called by the LaSalle Explorers. 14 to 6, 205 to play. Third and eight upcoming. Running a business can be taxing both in time and money. Don't get tangled up in the headaches and loopholes of litigation. Litigation. Count on Hal and Hess O'Connell to protect your legal interests so you can get back to who and what you love. The attorneys at Hal and Hess O'Connell are available now at 215-287-9292. That's C-U-P-W-A-W-A. Hal and Hess, Geenan, Torpy, Cassie, and O'Connell. Attorneys at law serving Greater Philadelphia, Bucks, and Montgomery County for over for over 150 years. Call 215-287-9292. Visit us online at howlandhess.com or check out the Facebook page. There he is, Dan Madden, class of 2017. Thanks for the read, my friend. No problem. Can I read that one one time, Bob? <laughs> you can, That's Rob. my favorite one, and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that for you, Rob. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> one time before the end of the year. That's all I ask. Two minutes Five seconds to play, second quarter. 14 to 6, LaSalle leads. Carroll driving, throw over the middle, dropped in the end zone. Man. Again. Roman Davis in between the two and the eight. They drop another one. I tell you, without a couple drops, Carroll's winning this game right now, guys. Need to hire themselves a stick'em coordinator. (laughs) Stick'em coordinator. At the SEC, as it were. So now it's fourth and eight. Offense stays on the field once again. Would be a 27-yard field goal, very similar to the distance that Finn McNulty missed on the last extra point after it was pushed back due to illegal formation. 
So now they go for it all. Deep drop, throw, catch, touchdown! Yeah. Archbishop Carroll gets within two. A touchdown from Hanek, a 10-yard strike. Kadir Roberts, Roberts, the recipient, and the touchdown score. It's 14-12 with a minute 53 to go in the second quarter. On the field stays the offense once more. They're going Easy. for two. Easy decision here, I think. I know it's early, but, you know, momentum is all in your favor right now, and you got a chance to knot this one up not long before the half. So, you know, simple call in my book. 153 still remaining on the clock, an untimed down, and a throw incomplete across the middle, 14 to 12. So the difference in this one, a missed extra point that prompted a two-point conversion, which was missed. But other than that, the second quarter has been all Archbishop Carroll. Four turnovers for the Explorers in this one, four interceptions. Sloppy all around. And like you said, uh, Bob, your defense can only bail you out so much on the turnovers. Their defense has been on the field too long. The offense hasn't had time to get in rhythm. They've thrown four interceptions in the second quarter alone. And they just they need to have a good drive here to end the half. I don't, if they score, they score. But they just need to have a drive where they can gain some confidence going into the locker room at halftime. 149 now to play. And the reason I say that is I, I don't think that's correct. That should have been an untimed down on that two-point conversion, but time went off, so. From the 40, Finn McNulty will kick it deep from left to right. It's kicked short, up to get it is Quills. Quills comes up to the 30, up to the 40, and muscles across to the 45-yard line. The Explorers will start there. A minute 47 to play. And we'll see who it is. Danny Selecki, Tom Lamort. Lamort, the starter in every game this year. Came out for the one series, and Selecki promptly threw an interception on a screen play. It was actually a one-handed catch by the defensive lineman. A very nice play. But it will be Lamort and the Explorers onto the field, dressed in their road whites and moving from right to left. Inside handoff, Quills cuts it up the middle and is taken down at the 47-yard line. So after all that, only a gain of two, but escaped doom in the backfield. Nice little move to avoid being taken down for a loss there, but yeah, just a, a sh short gain. You know, LaSalle trying to get something working here, so see what they do. What do you think they do here, Dan? What's the play call out of your playbook here? I think they go with the run to end the half here. I, don't, I wouldn't take any risk to cover the Explorers' offense. It is an eye formation. They fake the handoff. They look to go over the top. They have Holland. Great touch pass. And out of bounds at the 30-yard line of Carroll. That needed all the touch in the world just past the outstretched arm of Demir Ruffin in the secondary. And a great play from the Explorers. Nat had just enough touch on it from Lamort, barely uh, over the outstretched hands of a Carroll defender. So nice to see him squeeze one in there and, and find his man Holland. Yeah, give credit where credit's due. That was a great pass by Tom Lamort. He's, had a he's struggled the first two quarters, but a good pass by him. Maybe here, take another shot because they're at the 30-yard line. A minute six to play. 14-12. 
Lamort scrambles, has time, taken down in the backfield, pushed out of bounds for a loss of one. Clock stops at 55 seconds to play in this second period, and it's second and 11. His eyes there appeared to be on Holland, who was going post route into the end zone, but couldn't break away from his defender in time, and, and Lamort was forced to just roll out there and take the loss out of bounds. Tough to do as a high school quarterback, but there, as Tom Lamort rolls out of the pocket, he needs to learn to throw the ball out of bounds there because he's been taking hits, and mm -hmm. that's just something you shouldn't do as a quarterback. So they spotted him after being nudged out of bounds. They nudge him at the 32-yard line, so second and 12. A receiver to each side, ball in the middle of the field. They hand it off inside, in the backfield, wrapped up. Another loss. This a loss of two yards, and LaSalle burns their second time out of the half with 46 seconds to play, third and 14 upcoming. LaSalle attacking the end zone to the left here as we see it. The first time either team has really threatened this direction so far tonight. LaSalle's going to need a big play, or if you're looking of the field goal variety, you probably want at least another seven or eight yards to get into Mike Wells' range. Right now it would be a 51-yard field goal. And I know we saw him last week hit in the mid-40s range, if I That's remember right. right. So we know, we know he can do it. So Twice, and then had mm. the distance on a third from 45 yards that went off the upright. So you know he has the leg. That was kicked off sprint turf, though, at Franklin Field. This kicking off a lush patch of grass here at the A-Field in Concha Hockey. 46 seconds to play. Third and 14. LaSalle driving from right to left. Quick pass to Holland. Makes the play and gets out of bounds at the 27-yard line. It'll be a 44-yard field goal if they elect to do so. Do they do it is the question. Fourth and seven. Offense remains on the field. It looks like they're going to go for it. 42 seconds to play, fourth and seven. They need the 20-yard line of Carroll. Two running backs in the backfield. Lamort out of the shotgun, throws over the middle. Trainer makes the catch. It's close. He's got the first down by a yard. And that's a big throw from Lamort there on fourth down, squeezing it right in between two defenders, finding his man Lamort, finding his man Trainer, and picking up a big first down there. Now the clock runs once again after the chains are reset. First and ten. Lamort fakes one way, now rolls the other way, and is taken down. Fumbled the football. Did they say it was a forward lateral? No. Here comes Carroll down the field. It's a oh, foot man. race all the way to the house. Number 32, Greg Natale returns it 80 yards for a touchdown, and Archbishop Carroll goes up by five points with 13 seconds to play in the second quarter. Wow. Wow. I don't know what else to say. You, you mentioned it, Danny. I mean, you know when Lamort has to know when he's got to get rid of the ball, and that was a case where he needed to just no one was open, chuck it out, just lost the ball, and really, really not the way the Explorers were looking to end the half. 
Rob, that's what he was trying to do. He was trying to get rid of that football. In fact, he believed, and I understand the argument, that he was trying to say it was a forward pass, but it came out so suddenly, and it was just an odd way that he was going down, the way it came out. Without the benefit of instant replay, it's going to be tough to see that, and that's exactly why the referees let it go, and it's a return of 80 yards for a touchdown, and LaSalle now trails with 13 seconds to play in the second quarter. Yeah, from my point of view, it looks like Tom Lamort, he was going down, and he was trying to, looks like a shovel pass almost, but yep. he looked like he, to he save his, the timeout. looked like he hit his arm on the offensive lineman or something. Uh, the ball just stumbled out of his hands. Uh, we don't have the luxury of the instant replay that you know NFL, NCAA has, so just an unfortunate play for the Explorers. Not, not the way you want to end your half. They need to step it up in the second half here. So now going for two, Archbishop Carroll. They lead by four, 18 to 14. And a timeout is called. LaSalle burns their final timeout of the half. And that's not going to be a fun locker room at halftime with the not way this half has ended. Five turnovers by LaSalle. Four by Lamort, one by the backup quarterback, Selecki. And when you have that type of turnover margin, you, you can't expect to win many games. No, and you, you can't expect either, I guess, if you want to find any positive out of this, is to have five turnovers and only be down four points. So things could be much worse. Sure. Much worse for LaSalle, but not, not the position. You think about how this game started. Not the position they, they probably thought they'd be in going into the half right now. So uh, a bit fortunate, but also extremely unfortunate you know, to, to be down going into the half here. And you give all the credit to Archbishop Carroll defense. Opportunistic, making plays. And in that case, right place, right time when the ball rolls to you and run down the field. It was a big block at the 40 that sprung him the rest of the way. Two-point conversion. Fake. Hanek goes down at the six-yard line. Nowhere to go. Maybe an inopportune pull. Maybe should have let it go that time to smile as he came by. But nevertheless, LaSalle escapes further harm. They trail by four, 18-14, with 13 seconds left to play in the second quarter. And guys, I mean, if this half has shown you anything, you never know. We might not be out of fireworks before the end of the first two periods tonight. Things could definitely turn around. I mean, we, we've seen the defense be able to step up and, and I mean, put in this 13 off. seconds. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's true. Anything <laughs> could happen. You know, I was going to say, Bob, we have 24 minutes left here. So, any, you know, <laughs> yes. not losing faith quite yet. But, yeah, 13 seconds. I guess, yeah, you never know. So, the, you could see a nice big return here. I wouldn't put it out of the question by any means. Well, Sal figuring out that McNulty doesn't really have the strength in the leg. So, all the way up at their own 15-yard line as they await the kick from the 40. Squib kick, bounces high, caught by McNeil. McNeil had no blocking, so he goes down at the 37-yard line. Seven seconds to play in the first half, and I would highly anticipate a kneel down from the Explorers. Coming up next, the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show. We'll talk some big college football games coming up this weekend and much more as well as take reaction to what has been a second quarter to forget for the LaSalle Explorers and a second quarter that's brought this Carroll team back into the game and with a four-point lead after five turnovers. 
Lamort under center and takes the knee. LaSalle has some things to talk about at half, and they'll do that now. We'll take our break at half. 18 for Carroll, 14 for LaSalle in the Philadelphia Catholic League opener. We'll be back on the other side, and LaSalle College High School football is here on Bob Long Sports, and this portion of today's game is brought to you by our halftime show sponsors, Howland Hess O'Connell. The attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell have experience encompassing a wide variety of commercial, property, construction, criminal, and estate litigation. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Our attorneys are adept to changes in the law, which is a great benefit to our achievements and your success. Our goal is to handle your situation in a professional manner to get you the justice that you deserve. Our focus is you. Visit us online at howlandhess.com or call 215-287-9292. Lmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Lmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Lmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Lmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. lmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Hi, this is Rob Stott with Bob Long Sports. BLS is the official host of the pregame show for the Philadelphia Soul. Be sure to tune in before every home game for featured interviews with head coach Clint Dolzell and quarterback Dan Radabaugh, as well as player profiles. We even get the opportunity to speak with AFL Commissioner Scott Butera. Commissioner of the Arena Football League, Scott Butera on the line. You do a tremendous job. I, you know, of all the you know, local broadcast teams, you know, by far Philadelphia is the gold standard in our league. You know, I wish they all could be like that because you really understand our game, you promote it well. And so be sure to tune in 30 minutes before every home game and check at Bob Long Sports on Twitter for programming updates. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. 
Hey, Bob Blown Sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports Network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. BobLongSports.com gives you not only the best radio broadcasts on the internet, but plenty of articles as well. Stay up to date on your Penn State football team. Stay up to date on college football, the MLB, the NFL, and every other major sport out there. Tune in to all the radio shows and be sure to check our website regularly to see what content we have up now. And when you hear that jingle... Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. You know you're in the right place. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate, and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Welcome to the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show on Bob Long Sports. This is the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show. It's live on Bob Long Sports with Bob Long, Rob Stott, and Dan Madden alongside your broadcast team for Explorers football all year long. And then we'll dive right into Explorers basketball and LaSalle hockey. So we're very excited for all of that as we move into the winter months. But before we get there, and before we even get through this football season, we got a tough one on their hands tonight. This LaSalle Explorer team in the second quarter Really struggled, turned the ball over five times, and Dan Madden will bring you in now. Your thoughts on kind of what went wrong in that 12-minute period? Uh, Bob, honestly, the question might be what went right. Um, The Explorers' turnover issues, like the whole second quarter, their defense was on the field too much. It It was only a matter of time until they let up a score because they were on the field so much. But they need they need to erase that that first half. Total new game. They need to get their minds right, and I think they need a leader of this LaSalle team. They, I haven't seen a, one of the players step up and lead the defense or the offense. I, I, need, I need to see that because if, if they don't have that, I don't know if they will be able to go further in this season. Yeah, it's been a, a very tough game for the Explorers thus far, and one you know, maybe they didn't expect to be in necessarily, but they do have 24 minutes to come back, and We'll see what they come out with. Uh, neither quarterback has been necessarily all that successful, but Lamort, you know, there's an opportunity to get his head right here in this 15-minute period and get him out throwing as he has in past games. You know, that's going to be the key. Defensive protections have been uh, mixed up, and I think that's been a little confusing at times for a quarterback that hasn't seen all the reps. So see if he can put it together mentally because you know there's learning experiences in those plays and those interceptions that you throw. It's just can you keep that mental edge that you need to be able to calibrate that and put that forward into what you need to do to be successful. 
But we'll now move on to other high school games here on the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show. Archbishop Wood against St. Joseph's Prep at Archbishop Wood on the ESPN Family and Networks. How's that game going, Dan? Uh, I'm getting updates. It's 7-6 Archbishop Wood right now. Um, DeAndre Swift, uh, So a, he was hurt early in the game. I'm not sure if he's come back in yet, but I think a leg injury there. Mark Webb before the game committed to Georgia alongside DeAndre Swift there, so they'll be going there together. Um, so far, a good game for them. Uh, looks like a low-scoring one, obviously, so it might be a defensive battle from then on. Kirby Smart making, a, shall we say, intelligent decisions to go up north and get two guys of that quality. Mark Webb, an incredible wide receiver. We saw him last year. Big, strong, great hands, everything you want out of a high-quality wide receiver. And then DeAndre Swift, I mean, the guy can move as quick as it gets. And he is an absolute stud at the high school level and chose Georgia just a few weeks back over Penn State, who he also seriously considered. We'll get into college football right now, Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show, and we like to do this as it's Friday night. It's actually our last Friday night game of the season, guys. I don't know if that was made aware to you, but the rest will be on Saturday, so we'll be joined by college football games. But until we get to that point, we'll use this as an opportunity to, to cleanse ourselves and get ready for what should be a wonderful day in college football tomorrow. But tonight, Baylor against Rice, the number 21 team in the country, they are scoreless as they're in the opening minutes there against the Rice Owls. And then the Houston Cougars beat the Cincinnati Bearcats 40-16 to yesterday night. This is a Houston team that came out and punched Oklahoma in the mouth in week one. I didn't expect it, but the Cougars look for real, and it couldn't have come at a better time as they look to make the move possibly to the Big 12. Yeah, Houston, an underrated team in the uh, NCAA uh, football standings. Their quarterback, very explosive. Their offense goes fast, scores quick, and it's tough for defenses to read them because they move so quick. Florida State against Louisville, perhaps the biggest game on the slate this week. They're playing at Louisville, and this is a very interesting matchup because Florida State is coming off a few tough games early, most notably against Ole Miss to start the season. Now another test early to begin ACC play. Right. Uh, Florida State running McDowell Cook, obviously a Heisman watch, one of the best running backs in, in NCAA. Uh, Florida State, so far so good for them, but a tough matchup against Louisville's quarterback Lamar Jackson. He's had 13 touchdowns in his first two games. Sounds like video game numbers to me. It's <laughs> just He's been unstoppable so far. It's been crazy to see. Temple travels to Penn State, and everybody remembers 27-10 last year, the first time since 1941 that the Owls defeated the Nittany Lions. Thought it might have been during the Al Golden days. That day never came. Instead, Matt Rule, as the leader of the helm at the Temple Owls, breaks through. A little bit of a different team this year. They lost a lot of guys, including the most notable Trevor Medikavich. But, but here they are with an opportunity to play Penn State, coming off a really, really tough loss in Week 1 against Army. What are your thoughts on this one? Penn State minus 9. Uh, yeah, Penn State's slow start last week against Pitt. Uh Ended, ended bad for them. They, if they started faster that game, they could have won that one. But Temple, like you said, a different team. Maybe not as much chemistry as they had last year. Last year, the thing I saw, their chemistry was crazy. They were a magical team. It was fun to watch. But I think Penn State takes this one because Temple is a completely different team. Penn State's looking to bounce back from that loss from Pitt. So I look for Penn State to come back and win this game. 
if Louisville and Florida State is the biggest game on the slate, I think Alabama and Ole Miss and the folks down there at the Grove, either at the beginning of the tailgate or maybe more so at the end of the tailgate, would really have some harsh words for you if you're, uh, if you're saying that that is not the biggest game on the slate. Last couple of years, Ole Miss, a thorn in the side of Alabama as they've chased national titles, but it's really been Ole Miss, the toughest test. And Chad Kelly looking to get another win against the Roll Tide Alabama Crimson Tide. Yeah, Chad Kelly, a great quarterback, uh, carries the Ole Miss offense. Uh, Alabama's defense has been great for the past 10, 15 years. A dynasty, like I said a while ago, Nick Saban has created. But like you said, Ole Miss is like a thorn in the side for Alabama. I think Ole Miss will take this game. Alabama obviously dominant, but they just haven't been able to figure out Ole Miss in these past few years. Texas A&M at Auburn, and Texas A&M may still have some not-so-great memories. Uh, the, the tip drill that led to the touchdown and the game winner as Auburn went on its magical run to the national championship game a few years back. A&M at 17th in the country, looking to get a win. Auburn favored by 3.5 at home, even though they are unranked. Yeah, Auburn Stadium, a great stadium to play in. Uh, really big home field advantage, but Texas A&M knows what that's like. The miracle of Jordan Hare. I know, but Auburn just hasn't been the same since a few years ago when they had that run to the national championship. They just haven't gotten to that elite level of play that they've been at. So I think Texas A&M takes this one because they're just overall the better team to me. Yeah, they haven't figured out the quarterback situation and Nick Marshall not coming off the sidelines. Mississippi State struggled early and then bounced back in week two, but LSU... They play at home against the Tigers. The Tigers in Death Valley, very tough to beat. They're 14-point favorites against the Bulldogs and Dan Mullen. Yeah, another place that's difficult to play after an away team. Leonard Fournette coming back off the injury last week. Uh, LSU has been sort of disappointing this year, coming off a first-week loss and a big drop in the standings, but I look for them to bounce back. Leonard Fournette has a huge game. LSU takes this one. A couple more of these, Dan. I love doing this with you. You know your stuff in college football. Ohio State against Oklahoma and uh, and the gunslingers, the Sooners looking to come up big against Ohio State, led by JT Barrett. Seems like he's been there forever. I know. Uh, as Cardell has moved on, as Braxton Miller has moved on, it's still JT Barrett leading the charge, and he's a Heisman candidate himself. Yeah, Oklahoma's backup quarterback actually said that Baker Mayfield will tear up the Ohio State defense. I think he will. I think it'll be a high-scoring game, JT Barrett running a fast offense with Ohio State. I think Oklahoma needs to bounce back and win this one. I think they will because Ohio State just isn't as elite as they were last year and in the, in, in the year before. They had high expectations last year, which is why you know everyone thought it was a disappointment. But they were still one of the best teams in the nation. But this year just hasn't gotten to that same play. They haven't had a, a, a good opponent as so far as I've seen. So I think Oklahoma bounces back after a tough week one loss, and they win this one. Final one for you, Dan. Southern Cal against Stanford. Stanford, eight-and-a-half point favorites. David Shaw running a tight ship out there. Christian McCaffrey, probably the most explosive player right now in college football. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey, uh, another Heisman watch. Just every facet of the offensive game he's just amazing at. Um, USC, after a week one walloping against Alabama, they lost 52-6, to I believe. Just their, their morale was low. They won week two, but I think Stanford takes this one just because of the elite play of Christian McCaffrey. Final thoughts here. Helen Hess O'Connell, halftime show. Bob Long, Rob Stott, Dan Madden leading the charge there, the halftime show. Love it, man. Great job. And we'll come back very quickly 
as we await the beginning of the second half, about two minutes away here on Bob Long Sports. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. We welcome you back to the eighth field, Conshohocken, Pennsylvania, the old Garthwaite Stadium at 11th and Harry Streets in the Conchie Borough of Philadelphia. Bob Long, Rob Stott, Dan Madden alongside your broadcast team all season long for LaSalle College High School football. The Explorers trail after 24 minutes of play, 18-14 against Archbishop Carroll. An 80-yard fumble recovery and return for a touchdown from Greg Natale, the difference in this one. Too many turnovers for the Explorers, an opportunity to quickly rebound as they re- receive the ball to start the second half. Archbishop Carroll will be kicking from right to left. Dan, what's your key here in the second half? Honestly, I think they need to erase that first half. They need to forget all about it. They've ha- they played subpar, to say the least, so I think they need to play a completely different game here. They need confidence. They need to score they need a running game and a passing game so I think they just need to wipe everything Finn McNulty kicks it deep Quills makes the play and drops the ball now picks it up to the 25 up to the 35 yard line and taken down at the 38 yard line starting position for the Explorers will be there head coach for Archbishop Carroll the two time All-American at Penn State Dan Connor pleased with the way the second quarter went and now Quills goes down it looks like a cramp to me who's grasping at around his ankle area but more up in the calf I think I saw the whole LaSalle sideline hold their breath there too many injuries in the backfield. If that's you, you don't want to see that. You already had Madden go down in the first half, and too early in the second half to see another guy behind Lamort go down. Octavius Carter will now be the tailback, the third string here, and I hesitate to even say third string. He doesn't really line up at running back, but that's what they have with Madden and Quills out. 
And now the Explorers handoff on the reverse to Holland. A lot of room, 50, 40, 30. Cutsfield now to the 25 at the 20 and is taken down at the 15-yard line. A gain of 45 yards and a first down for the Explorers. First play from scrimmage in the second half. Excellent play to get this half started. This is yeah, You look for a key to the second half. I think it starts with this first drive, and, and you need some positive uh, movement from the Explorers. And, and, I mean, that's a way to get it right there. You pick up 45 yards, first play from scrimmage. High formation. They hand off to Carter. Carter is taken down in the backfield, wrapped up by the shoestrings. Number five, Kadir Roberts makes the play in the backfield. Kadir Roberts in the tackle. Second and 12. 17-yard line of Archbishop Carroll. The Explorers moving from left to right. Trail 18 to 14 in the third quarter. Lamort removed in the second quarter for one series, returned the series after that. Now stands under center. Delay to Carter. Carter wrapped up at the line of scrimmage. Rich Melito with the tackle. She had all that momentum coming off of that big play from Holland and kind of gets deflated here. Two quick stuffs trying to rush the ball right up the middle, not working for the Explorers. Third and 12 for LaSalle. At the 17-yard line would be approximately a 34-yard field goal if they gain no yards on third. Lamort steps back, throws over the top, and it's dropped in the end zone. It was a dangerous ball that could have been intercepted by Kadir Roberts, but it got through to Holland. And Holland couldn't make the play. Fourth and 12 from the 17. On comes the field goal unit. I think there Holland almost thought that ball wasn't going to get to him. So you kind of saw him go to SWAT, sort of turn into a defender there. And ended up, he could have made the, maybe could have made the catch. But, it, you know, better safe than sorry there in terms of getting the ball away from a, a potential another pick. Wells from 34 yards away. Up and good. A line drive kick with plenty to spare. It's 18-17, and LaSalle gets three on their first possession in the second half. Kids got a boot, so we'll go three for three there, two homers and a triple. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good to me. He's got the wheels. Something I'm beginning to notice, though, is Tom Lamort is putting touch on his ball in times where he doesn't need to. He needs to maybe put some zip on his ball sometimes. I think he right now he's a little tentative after that first half. He doesn't want to make a mistake, but that's not the way you play football. You got you have to make plays, not mistakes, you know? Sam Bradford-esque, you know, <laughs> not, want, not wanting to make picks. Yeah. 9.55 to play. The Explorers back onto the field to kick off. Again, though, guys, interesting to point out, and Bob, you mentioned this early on, all the actions happening to our right. This is every point scored in this game has happened to the to our the right end zone here in front of us. So, just interesting quirk, I guess, to tonight's game. That means you need to look through two plates of glass. Terrible. They I could. I, it's like a they're they're playing a sick joke on me. I can't. <laughs> 
Sorry, squinting Rob. to read numbers here, we you know? We can't remove the windows here at the press box. We're doing the best we can. We feel like we're in the 1960s. That's what Got this, my uh, face pressed against the glass here. That's but what this the... field reminds me of, but it's really cozy here. It now. is. Rob, just it keep is, telling it's a yourself cool it's cozy. It is. And, uh, and don't worry about the fact that you can't see. <laughs> but like you said, everything's happening to the right. We might have to... Uh, go in the field after the game and see if the field's a little slanted. I'm not sure if it's going downhill or not. I agree. I think we'll have to do that. And, Rob, what are you complaining about? You're seeing at least a little bit better than our <laughs> listeners are. 9.55 to play. Kicking from left to right is Daniel Karish. Kicks it high and short. Smiley took it out of the hands of Ruffin. Now Ruffin has it. Ruffin bounces to the outside. Can he make the turn? He cannot. Goes down at the 21-yard line. I'll mark him up at the 22, and that's where the Patriots will start their drive. Interesting little exchange there. They were almost fighting over the ball. It's yeah. usually one guy, you know, call for it. The old baseball trick, you know, say who's got it. Well, who has, uh, who has priority there? Is it Who's the center fielder? Who's the left fielder, Rob? I think, yeah, well, in that situation, I'm not really getting analytical about <laughs> this, but, you know, you, you judge sort of where the center of the field is. I feel like you got a guy to the left, guy to the right. right. That was pretty centered, I, I must say, so. You get back to us on that one, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> First and ten from the 22. Snap. Throw over the middle. Over the head. They want interference. They're going to say it was uncatchable. Rough and was taken down by Flavin, and I think it was before the ball got there. Was that catchable or not? That's the question. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that one. Uh, Flavin may have gotten away with a pass interference there. A little too big of a nudge. I can't see. I'm looking through two plates of glass. So. <laughs> oh, are you? Don't ask me. <laughs> we got a false start on that. And the flag actually goes the other way there, so really fortunate for the Explorers. False start. I didn't see the so call, but I, yeah. that can't be what it was because they would have stopped they it immediately. Moved, yeah. And you can't decline that, right. obviously. It was a legal formation there was the go. call. Declined by the Explorer, second and ten. They go over the top looking for Ruffin. Ruffin Ooh, tried wobbled. to catch it against the helmet of McNeil. Couldn't corral it and out of bounds. Ball dropped to the turf, third and ten. Great play by McNeil. Something the LaSalle corners need to do is get their head turned around while the ball's in the air. Tough to do, but McNeil did it there. Got the, got the ball out of the hands of the wide receiver. Great play by him. Third and ten. First drive of the second half. For Archbishop Carroll. Honick in the shotgun. Throws over the middle. Over the outstretched arm of Rick Gross. And fourth down. LaSalle will get the ball back and likely in good field position. Would have been a little interested to see what would have happened if that pass was completed because Carroll's receiver was right in between two defenders. It would have been a sandwich sort of situation. So whether he would have held on to it or not, tough call. But... Yeah, I think that was a completable pass, though. I mean, with yeah, a better throw. Very I think, much so. I think that's one you want Hanuk to hit if you're a Patriots this guy fan. over the middle. Now punted low and short, letting it bounce as Holland now picks it up on the hop. Gets by the first would-be tackler Ooh. and lunges forward to midfield at the 50-yard line. First down for the Explorers. Getting a little chippy a little on the special teams. Thing. Extracurriculars yeah. going on here. 
We talked about it earlier in the game. McNeil got into it with one of the players. Did not see the Explorer that that time was going at it, but down on the play is number 46, Jalen Parker. Looks like a cramping. Like a, yeah. Parker A. Stretch that calf out. Surprised to see that because it's actually a pretty nice night tonight. You know, 50-some degrees. I mean, one of those games where you don't expect as many cramps as we've seen. We're getting into the, that autumn weather. I know. Feels like football season. Exactly. Now, I was a little concerned tonight, guys, about the lights here because the lights, uh, they're not quite as, how shall we say, full as what you'd see at some other fields that have been built maybe a little more recently or renovated. Yeah. And, you know, it's a little streaky on the field. It is a little bit dark if you're yeah. down there. You see bright patches around the 45-yard line yeah. where actually right now where – Number 46, Jalen Parker, is down. But then you see some very dark patches like over by the 40-yard line on the LaSalle sideline. So I wonder if that has had or will continue to have any impact tonight. And if you notice, in between the hashes looks dark too. Like throughout the whole field, in between the hashes is darker than any other point in the field. But I'll say again, it looks like they're shining a spotlight down on Parker. That's the brightest part of the field, and Parker is up. It's good to see him off on his own power as he went down after that punt. Now LaSalle's going to come up to the line quickly, and the referees are going to make sure Carroll can get their guys on the field. Defensive lineman onto the field. Now the sweep comes. Quills has room. Ten yards before he's touched. Now takes off down the middle to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Manny Quills. LaSalle has the lead again. Rumbling for a big 50-yard touchdown there. That is the answer the Explorers needed and getting themselves the lead right back here in just a few minutes into the third quarter. So that is just great blocking up front. Quills finding the holes and just bursting through them and turning on the Jets. Exactly. Something I have to give him credit for. I pictured him as a, as a burst with the whole kind of running back. He's got breakaway speed there. That was good to see. Now LaSalle, leading by five, 23 to 18. They keep the offense on the field. They're going for two to increase the lead to seven. The snap to Lamort, drifts to his strong side, looks for a man, pumps once. Now has to get rid of it, takes off for the end zone, gets shoved, gets and he's it into himself. the end zone. Two-point conversion is oh. good. LaSalle goes up seven. The patience of Lamort as he hung there in the pocket and then rolled to the sideline. All the while, guys all around him cut up field at just the right time and snuck in for two. Just holding, 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 and that's the one time you don't obviously not going to throw it away on a two-point conversion. So Lamort, great individual effort to carry it in there and convert for, for two for LaSalle. That's exactly the possession you want to see from the Explorers. They get confidence with the running back. Their offensive line did a great job, and Tom Lamort there at the two-point conversion. Get some confidence, maybe get his third quarter going. Now for the second time tonight, LaSalle on the first play from scrimmage in a drive goes all the way. This a 50-yard run from Manny Quills and a touchdown. And I'll say this because people may be questioning, you know, why do you go for two there? At this point in the game, so much time left, you go up by six to account for if there's two field goals for Carroll. Just by the book, that's too early to go for two. But what it comes down to for me is the fact that 
you look at Finn McNulty, he struggled. He missed the yep. extra point that was backed up five yards. Just like last year in the championship game, LaSalle against Prep, you knew they weren't going to kick a field goal, no. so you just you have to go for that. They're not going to be kicking two to get up by one. A good decision by LaSalle, and it pays off. Long kick from Karish. It's caught back there by Smiley, up to the 25, up to the 30. Cuts inside at the 35, now up to the 38. Doubles back and retreats as he gets knocked out of bounds. There's a flag down at the 40-yard line. He was nudged out of bounds rather forcefully at the 38-yard line. Big game by the uh, Carroll special teams there. Last, last kickoff by the Explorers, Karish kicked it high and not as deep and the Explorers made a great play. So I think he needs to do that more often. Maybe they can get down the field quicker and have better coverage on the kickoffs. If he kicks line drives like he keeps doing, they're great kicks, but they're just the special teams unit doesn't have enough time to get down there and make the tackles. LaSalle, the beneficiary of a holding penalty on the return against Archbishop Carroll, and so the Patriots will be backed up to their own 30-yard line with 8.53 to play in the third quarter, a seven-point lead for LaSalle, 25-18. Carroll moves from right to left. Connick in the backfield. Two receivers out to the near side. Sneaks it up the middle. Decent gain for Honick. Did he lose the football? Ball well, was... Sal's pointing the other way. Ball is ruled down. They yep. say the knee was down. The side judge came in immediately and said that the knee of Honick was down before the fumble. Second and six. But you're right, Rob. LaSalle won it, and I think they had the ball underneath that scrum. Clock runs. Eight minutes, 20 seconds to play third quarter. Second and six. Carroll trails by seven. Honick takes the snap, and there's going to be motion. Everybody was moving but the center. Just didn't snap the football. Honick was backing up. The wide receiver was going into motion. The running back was splitting to the outside, and the offensive linemen were starting to block. Ball just didn't come. False start, entire offense. <laughs> Clock still ticks. We're going to get under eight minutes in this third quarter by the time the ball is snapped. Second and 11. Screen pass. He short-armed it. Was looking for Christian Smith, but it didn't get there. Honick, I think, saw and heard the footsteps and wanted to get rid of that one. Chris Maloney was all over uh, Honick as he was going to make that pass, so that sure impacted the throw and the trajectory of that ball a little bit, so... Got big Chris Maloney falling on top of his. I don't blame him for throwing that one Not going to make for an easy pass. (laughs) Third and 11 from the 29-yard line. The Patriots need the 40. Single safety set. That's Flavin. Snap. Running out of room, and down he goes. A big sack. This time Maloney gets him with Corbin Mell in there as well. Fourth down. And that's a huge sack for the Explorers. A big loss. Loss of 10. And you can sense the slight shift in momentum here as the Explorers gaining their confidence back, maybe getting back in their groove here. If the offense scores here, it'll be a big play for them. Bad snap. And they fall on it. That's it. In high school, you're down when your knee hits the ground. Not a good decision from Finn McNulty. Maybe he didn't think he had as much time as he appeared to have. Still would have been tough to get the kick off, but LaSalle's going to get it inside 
The 15-yard right line right at the at 10. 10. And this is the third quarter that LaSalle was looking for. Some of it mistake-induced from Archbishop Carroll, and now the Carroll defense is going to need to come up with a big stop here against LaSalle to at least hold them to three, you would think. Maybe it's just something about driving right to left. It's got to be. LaSalle continues to go that way. Quills, the tailback. Hand off to Quills. Quills nudges forward, maybe gets three to about the seven-yard line. Second and goal coming up from the outside hash at the seven. And, Dan, I think getting the ball here for LaSalle, if you don't punch it in, I think that's a disappointing, clearly a disappointing result for this drive. So I, I kind of, you, you, you got to go, I think, and, and get yourself six here. Exactly. They've scored 11 so far in the first five-plus minutes of the second half. Lamort under center, and an off, or I should say a false start against the LaSalle Explorers. They blow the play dead, and they'll back it up outside the 10-yard line, second and 12 coming up from that yard line. They need the end zone. We've seen this before, Bob. You know, LaSalle deep in, in their opponent's territory on offense, and flags come out and pushing themselves backwards. I know that was a a big problem for them last week against Malvern, so just hope that it doesn't kill them again here late in this game. Clock ticks under 6 minutes and 35 seconds to go in the third quarter. LaSalle leads by 7, 25 to 18, and they drive from right to left. A second and goal from the 12. Lamort is under center. They've nearly abandoned the shotgun set. Lamort with the toss. Here comes Quills to the outside. Muscles through. Touchdown. Explorers along the sidelines. Tiptoed, avoided one tackle, and he's in for six. A late flag is thrown. Getting into it there was number 64 for the Explorers, Brendan O'Brien. And they call the personal foul. Waiting for the signal here. It did go against Archbishop Carroll, and now the official checks with head coach John Steinmetz to see where he wants the penalty to be enforced. They're going to enforce it on the kickoff. So didn't get the number for Carroll, but that gentleman was getting into it with Brendan O'Brien, number 64 for the Explorers. Flag aside, another another great run there by Quill showing his ability to plant the foot, cut, make a move, and find the hole and get those six points we were talking about. Wells for the point after. Up, good, and and gone. gone. <laughs> Out of here at the A field. <laughs> Touch them all. <laughs> and I don't know what the halftime speech was, but it looks like it's working for the Explorers. A totally new team here in the second half playing great football. They've now scored 18 points in the first five minutes and 50 seconds of the second half, and they extend their lead to 14, 32 to 18. They got themselves back to where they were at this point in the first quarter, so just got to make sure they they hold on to it. You know, up fourteen points. Uh, now, you know, defense got to come up big, and offense just just keep doing your thing. I mean, mistake free football—that's what it's all about. Obviously, a good situation there, starting at their, you know, Carroll's ten yard line makes it a little bit easier, but uh, just just got to keep this momentum rolling and and uh, 
yeah, stay on top of things. They'll walk it off the 15 yards now from the personal foul up to the 45-yard line of Archbishop Carroll. Now, Rob, remind me when I, when I went back, I did say up by 14, right? Not you even, did. Okay. You did. For whatever reason. Good math. Oh, Good math, Bob. Thank you very much. <laughs> Just making sure I didn't misspeak. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate no problem. That. You should be good at math, I, w- I would think. Hopefully. <laughs> for those receiving the loans from us. Full-time banker on the side and uh, play-by-play for a living. Do we Daniel think this goes out as well? He kicks it deep, and it is a touchback. Rolls out of the end zone. First and 10 for Archbishop Carroll to come out to their own 20-yard line. They trail by 14, and they'll be traveling... Uh, the uh, the one you don't want to go from right to left. <laughs> Not one point scored in the end zone to our left tonight. All 50 points scored in the end zone directly to our right. And through the two panes of glass for Rob to try to look through. <laughs> I'm telling you, Bob, this might be a downfield, down, downhill field we're just looking at. <laughs> First and 10 from the 20. Honick in the shotgun. Honick takes the snap. Running out of room. Throws over the middle and drilled right there as Jay Smiley was thrown over his head. Devin Smith laid the boom, and it's second and ten. Devin was coming on strong there out of the secondary, just waiting for his guy. It looked like they were dropped into a zone there, LaSalle. So, you know, pass was overthrown, but it's going to be a big hit if it was complete. Yeah, Devin Smith's mouth was watering on that hit there. 6.03 to play. Carroll a little bit late getting onto the field. Dressed in their red helmets with the black uniforms, the red numbers, and the white outline. Honick throws a screen, Ooh. throws it really hard off the shoulder pads of Bowman. Pops into the air, and luckily for Carroll, drops to the turf without an interception. But, man. Bowman looked ready for the ball, but I don't think he was ready for it to be coming that fast at him. Got his head around, but it just rattled off of the shoulder pads. Popped really high into the air, too. That was it's a crazy play there. Wow, that was for the uh, the golf bet that Bowman won last <laughs> week. Take that. Yeah, Hanek looking a little nervous in the pocket now. LaSalle's defensive line getting a lot of pressure, so maybe that throw was a little fast because he's getting a little nervous, a little tight in the pocket. Yep, just that half second less to react. 5.58 to play third quarter. Third and 10 from the 20. They need the 30. Honick drops back. Oh, Hit in the man. backfield and goes down. There's that man again. Chris Maloney with the sack. It's fourth down. And the Explorers will get the ball back. That was right off of Honick's blind side. He did not see Maloney come in that time. And man. Oh. <laughs> Is that Zobel in there as well? I believe so. Big hit there, though. LaSalle's defense looks like, you said, they're laying the boom here in the third quarter. Now here comes the punt from McNulty. Short punt, fair catch. Holland makes the play at the 40-yard line of Carroll, and LaSalle once again on the plus side of midfield will start on offense. So clearly, I know we, we talked about it a couple times here, but a much better job for LaSalle coming out of the, the second half here, so... Look to keep that momentum going. This portion of today's game sponsored by Dunphy Ford in the Northeast, 7700 Frankfurt Avenue. DunphyFord.com is your way to get in touch. Kevin Dunphy, our friend 
and uh, and sponsor. We appreciate him making this possible for both us and for LaSalle Sports to be able to put us on the air this year. From Bob, Rob, Dan, and everybody else involved in the LaSalle community, thank you, Kevin, and thank you, Dunphy Ford. Give him a visit, 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast. Now first and 10, they sweep it out to Carter. Oh. Carter dropped the football. Ball is loose. Carroll has it at the 50. Carter did not get on the turf. Tried to go down and pick it up with two hands to continue his run. Not a prudent decision. And coming up with it, they're going to mark it at the 49-yard line of LaSalle is Carroll, and they start there. Another turnover from the Explorers, this one from Carter. That's one of those situations, Bob, you, you usually talk about it in the passing game, a receiver, you know, starting to look downfield before he, he turns, you, you know, starting to turn upfield before he completes the pass there. Really bites LaSalle because it's on a sweet play, so the pat, the the lateral there goes, and it's, it ends up being a fumble there, so not a, not a good play. The more mistakes that... You know, we were hoping to avoid here in the second half. Bowman got the handoff, was tackled at the line of scrimmage by Maloney. Corbin Mel getting into it with Jay Smiley on the outside. Tensions running high here in a 14-point game. LaSalle leading under five minutes to go in the third. They had reset that initial spot. I thought it was at the 50. They set it initially at the 49, then moved it right back to the 50-yard line. No gain on first down at second and 10. Two receivers in the backfield with Honick. Gets the snap and hands it off to Christian Smith. Downfield he goes, a six-yard gain. Kiznetsov makes the stop, but it's inside the 45-yard line of LaSalle. It's really the most explosive run play we've seen from Carroll tonight, so it was a nice job by their line, you know, spreading out these athletic front men for LaSalle and finding a hole for their guy. Third down. And four from the 44-yard line. Snap to Honick. Handoff to Bowman. Wrapped up there. Austin Lemke and Maloney in there on the tackle. A loss of a half a yard, and it's fourth and five. And that's a tag team you do not want to see as a running no. back coming up the middle of the hole there. Got to go for it here, don't you think, Dan? I think so. They're not in field goal range, nor are they in punting range. So, Riverboat Rob, what are your thoughts here? <laughs> I mean, I... <laughs> You know, I think you trust your defense, you know, the way they've been able to, to really keep LaSalle off kilter and create turnover. So I don't, I don't mind going for it here at all. Fourth and five. Three men out wide. They throw to the inside. Interception. Oh. Trey McNeil made the play to the 50, to the 45, to the 40. Is tripped up at the 35-yard line. A flag came in late. After the interception, though. Yes. So whether it's blocking in the back or holding on the return, this should remain LaSalle football. It was intended for Demir Ruffin. Went off Ruffin's hands. It was a little bit behind him. And right into the arms of Trey McNeil. Finally, LaSalle, you know, been playing pretty solid defense for most of the night and now getting uh, a turnover of their own here and setting themselves up once again in good field position. Well, not so fast. I mean, it's still pretty good field position, Rob, but they got down to the 35. It was a block in the back, and that flag was thrown at the 50-yard line, 10 yards back them up to the 40 now, so the Explorers will start at their own 40-yard line. They lead by 14 points with 3.19 to go in the third quarter. 
Now I think you open up the playbook a little bit. It's a little bit more of a, eh, you hate to say comfortable because you were up 14 nothing in the first quarter, but Lamort has had a very subdued role in the second half. It's been almost exclusively runs. Maybe now you open it up and try to give him some confidence. Snap to Lamort, rolls to the far side, throws it there. Holland makes the play five yards from the line of scrimmage and is nudged out of bounds a yard later. And those are confidence throws for Tom Lamort. Um, Five-yard easy pass for him. Nice gain. Confidence for him. Nice throw. Nice roll out in the pocket. Something he hasn't been doing well this game. So something really good for him. Second and four. 3.19 to play. Clock stopped as Holland went out of bounds. Still no Cy Madden since later in the first quarter. Hand off to Quills, right up the middle, in between the tackles. Good enough for a first down, a gain of six yards. While you do want to see them open up the playbook here for Lamorte, it is nice you know, to keep the uh, Carroll defense off balance um, or keep them honest and you know continue to run. It's working for you here, so uh, keep things going with Quills. And looks like we have a guy down for Carroll right now just inside their own 50. Yeah, just inside the own 50-yard line at about the 48-yard line. We'll try to get a look at the number itself, but as of this moment, lying on his back, so tough to see. For over 150 years, the attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell have been serving families and businesses in Philadelphia, Montgomery, and Bucks County. Whether you've been hurt in an accident, you're involved in a commercial or real estate transaction, or you're securing your family's financial future, at Howell & Hess O'Connell, we devote our full attention and expertise to you. The attorneys at Howell & Hess O'Connell are available now at 215-287-9292. That's C-U-P-W-A-W-A. Call 215-287-9292 or visit us now at www.howlandandhess.com. Howland Hess. Howland has you, so close. So I got so welcome. excited about the CUP wah wah Bob. Oh man. I was I was I was there. I Lost was there. All composure, I just all couldn't handle myself. Couldn't Howland handle it. Dot com. So Rob, what what we were talking about before, um, or uh, just uh, it wasn't Dan and I unfortunately, but what, what I was thinking about, um, and Mar, who you met, who helped yep. us out with the recordings of these commercials for Howland Hess. We were talking about naming something after you. You know, we have the Uh-oh. Alan Hess O'Connell halftime show. Don't be for it. Pre-game show. This is Bob Long Sports, right? So we want to call. Feed it to me. Let's go. And we're just, you got to say this quickly. The Rob Stott Sports Spot. <laughs> <laughs> the Rob Stott Sports Spot. Whew. So we do have a it's number a now on the guy that went down. That was Greg Natale. Now, you remember Natale was the guy that ran it 80 yards back after the fumble at the tail end of the first half. He comes off and doesn't look too, too bad, but spent a decent amount of time on the field. We'll keep an eye out. Now Lamort out of the timeout. Over the middle, finds Liam Trainer. Liam Trainer, a ton of room inside the 25-yard line to the 20. Little rollout from Lamort. Easy pitch and catch in the flat and not great coverage at the second level for Carroll. Great job by Lamort. He had a guy coming right in his face, but was able to just stay stay in there tall, find Trainer right open in the middle of the field. And a nice pickup there, almost 30 yards for LaSalle. But getting things down into the red zone here. 2.43 to play. LaSalle goes under center. Eye formation to the near side. Lamort goes over the top. 
Oh! Did he catch? Did he come down with it? He did. Liam Trainer wow. tipped it up to himself. Joe Jarabicious style, if any of you guys know that reference. <laughs> oh, no. And knocks it down to himself inside the five-yard line to the three. A gain of 17 and a first down. Very, very good reference there, first of all, Bob. That is that is quite the job there. But unbelievable catch by Trainer Popping the ball up midair to himself as he's falling and able to come down with it. I formation. Quills, the deep back. 2-10 and counting here in the third. In motion comes Malley. Handoff. Quills. Dives for the end zone. And just a little short. Inside the one. Yeah, he's inches away there. Second so, and goal. I look for the same run there. You know, they gained a couple yards. Only need half a yard, maybe a couple inches. So nice, easy, you know, 0-1 trap maybe. Look for a down-the-middle call. Quills, a big day inside Madden's absence. If you just joined us, Madden went down in the early stages of the first quarter after a touchdown of his own, came back for a play or two, and then exited the game, has not come back. Here's Quills. They come over the top. Ball is loose. And it came down to Burnham. And it's a touchdown for the Explorers. What a crazy play. The jump was timed by the defensive lineman. Takes down Tom Lamort, who fumbled the football forward into the end zone. Fullback Joe Burnham lies on top of it in the end zone for a touchdown. Or as Coach Steinmetz would say, just the way they drew it up. <laughs> crazy play, but fortunate for the Explorers. And uh, again, this end of the field, guys. Mike Wells. Kick is up and good. Maybe his best boot of the night. Well out of the stadium. Across the street, it looks like. Jeez. That's on to somebody's porch. They're trying to cook burgers. They get a little <laughs> bit of pigskin. 39-18 the score. A minute 22 to go, third quarter. In other news, uh, Prep is up 20-17 to after a touchdown and two-point conversion against Wood. DeAndre Swift out for the night with a lower body injury. Nothing serious. He's walking on the sideline. No helmet. Good for him that he's not seriously injured, but bad for the bad for uh, the Hawks that he's not on the field for them. Wow, what a great game that is, and will continue to be, I'm sure, as the night goes along. A minute, 22 to play third quarter. LaSalle scores the touchdown. Quills, third of the night. Big day for him in Cy Madden's absence. Coming out party for a guy, Quills, that everybody had high expectations for. And Rob, do you have four touchdowns for Quills? Now three. Nope. Thinking not. I was thinking of the last touchdown, number four, from Burnham. Falling on it. Ah, uh, yes, yes, that's right. Here's Daniel Karsh. Yeah, Burnham getting into the scoring column. You got to love that. I was thinking Joe Burnham. I was thinking there as this kickoff's going away that Burnham. I was thinking inside handoff to the fullback, but. Found a way to get in the end zone another way. Low kick on one hop. Smiley has it out to the 25, out to the 30. Out past the 35-yard line, taken down there. First down and 10 for Carroll. Minute 12 to play. LaSalle coming away with their Third first quarter. turnover of the game. Last possession, so it'll be... Nice to see them you know, keep that momentum going for themselves and see what they can't do here on this drive. Twenty-five points scored in the third quarter for LaSalle. Hit the gas pedal in a big way. 
They lead by three touchdowns. Honick takes the snap. Handoff to Christian Smith. Lots of room. Makes a man miss. Runs through another tackle at the 50-yard line. Poor Tom Flavin had his momentum going backwards and was run over by the big running back, Christian Smith. And he started to get going, guys. A very north-south runner that loves to cut up the middle. Yeah, Christian Smith doesn't have the running back build, but he is a big man. Watching him run down the field, a north-south runner runs over Tom Flavin there, gets a, a big gain for Carroll there. And off to Bowman now, a misdirection taken down by Lemke, a half a yard from the line of scrimmage, second and nine upcoming. And Bowman, a good runner, just not big enough for the, the Explorers' defense. He, they're, they're taking him down with ease. He, he, he goes down too easy with the Explorers' defensive line, their size. So now Smith on the right of Hanek and Bowman on the left. They hand it off to Smith. Smith tries to bounce it outside. Bad idea. Four Explorers there. They bring him down. A loss of four yards back to the 49-yard line. And it's third down. Good play by the Explorers there. What you need to do, you've got a gang tackle Christian Smith there. And that's what they did. Stuff him at the line for no gain. Final six, now five seconds of the third quarter. Won't get another play off. We'll start the fourth, third, and 14 yards. It's 39-18. to 18. LaSalle scored 25 points here in the third quarter, taking this game back into their control. You are listening to LaSalle College High School Football on Bob Long Sports, brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Fourth quarter here at the A field in Conshohock and Bob Long, Rob Stott, Dan Madden alongside for LaSalle College High School football against Archbishop Carroll, and they lead 39 to 18. It's third and 14 for Steve Honick and the Patriots. Smith in the backfield with him. Honick, five step drop, throws over the top, was looking for Smiley, well beyond his range, and it's fourth down. Electing to punt. The Patriots team will send the special teams unit onto the field. Like the play call there, especially, you know, you think think of the way this, this field has played so far tonight. You got everything going left or right, so might as well go for a shot. <laughs> you really First play it. of the fourth quarter. I'm buying into it, guys. <laughs> so that LaSalle's got to be careful this quarter. Nearly got to the punt. Fair catch for Holland. Juggled Ooh. it and made the catch. Ooh. He heard footsteps there. <laughs> Back at the 20-yard line, LaSalle offense will start there. 14 seconds into this fourth quarter. They'll move from right to left. 
And the curse of that left end zone nearly bit him there. Juggling the ball. It's just, <laughs> I, guys, whew, I'm shaking. Should have formed that line earlier in the night. <laughs> the curse of the left side. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. I love having you out here, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> things are always interesting. Keeping you, things interesting. You keep me on my toes. <laughs> 39 to 18 is the score. Quickly remind you about the open house at LaSalle, October the 2nd from 11 to 2 p.m. Get all the information, lschs.org slash admissions. If you want a tour from the best tour guide, ask for Dan Madden. <laughs> <laughs> Hand off to Quills up the middle. A gain of six yards right up the middle. And if you want to learn about the Alumni Association, you can stop by the table and meet Rob Stott. Hey, there he is. And if you want to go play pickup football down on Bartley, you can come talk to Bob Wong, I guess. Why not? 11-17 to play. Clock ticking here. Lamort under center in the I formation. A receiver to each side. And movement, I think, is going to be encroachment against the defensive lineman of Archbishop yep. Carroll. And indeed it is. Head Number 68, refs. Mike Prasicci. Head that. refs looking at Coach Steinmetz. That one will move the chains, too. First and 10 now from the 32-yard line. LaSalle driving from right to left. They lead 39-18. to 18. Outscored the Patriots 25-0 here in the second half. Lamort snap, dropped the football. Still has the ball, throws it over the middle. Burnham makes the catch at the 48-yard line. Is dropped there by number 31, Bobby Ferry. It's a first down for the Explorers. Move the chain 17 yards. I think Lamort, you know, bobbling the snap there, he's sort of automatically looking for his check down guy. But if he had enough time, uh, he had Holland and Trainer both deep. It would have been interesting to see him go for it there. They were both behind their defenders with lots of green in front of them. Still glad to see... uh, Tommy doing a great job yep. in the second half. They're opening up the playbook for him, making some great passes. Like I said, it's all about confidence for him for looking, what now looks like the next game, you know. Looking so, much more comfortable in the pocket. Yeah, he, lo- he looks comfortable, looks calm, and it's good to see because after that first half, he definitely struggled. So it's good to get him rolling out like he usually does because that's, his, that's basically his home base. That's what he likes to do. Yeah, and that, that play where he's bobbling the ball uh, first half, I don't know that he completes that or... What, what sort of happens there, but clearly a different quarterback here in the second half. Lamort under center. In motion comes Quills. They hand it off to him on the jet sweep. Cuts it right up the field. Has room and cuts down to the 40-yard line. Is slid down there. That'll be enough for a first down. An 11-yard gain for Quills. A flag will come in late. Way thrown way high. Ref got a lot behind that one. Whew. He's really excited about this call. It's like one of Mike Wells' kicks. <laughs> wow, what do you do with a flag when it exits the stadium as well? It's not like you can just get another one. I'm not Start sure what I saw. His hat around them. Did you guys see anything there? I, I did I'm not. not sure. It's got to be something after the play. Yeah, unsportsmanlike. It's against LaSalle, so they'll back him up 15 yards. It's after the play was over, so, so they're going to mark the him at the down. 40, mark him off 15 yards. It'll be first and 25 coming up. Guessing by the fact that them yelling at Manny Quills on the sideline, it might have been on him there. <laughs> LaSalle coaches are getting into his grill. Tell you what, Dan, 
That LaSalle education, that's good. That's good deductive reasoning. Yeah, yeah. I've learned it for three uh, years. Supposed to be a gentleman, yeah. you know? Exactly. He'll learn. He's only a sophomore. Boys will be boys. He's only a sophomore. They are supposed to be gentlemen. They are gentlemen. And then there's Rob and Bob. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to us? <laughs> Fell off the LaSalle wagon somewhere along the way. Clock ticks. 9.48 to play. Lamort rolls to the outside. Has room. Throws it away. He was out of the pocket and threw it past the line of scrimmage. There's some calls for intentional grounding, but... That is a clean throwaway. Yes, that it was is. a good throwaway by Tom. That's it what was. he needed to do there. So they marked it a first and 10. So it wasn't first and 25, although I, I think it should have been. Second and 10 from the 45-yard line on their own side of midfield. They need the 45 of Carroll for a first down. Yeah, interesting to see them just move the chains back with them. Now a discussion with the referees. Again, not really sure what they're discussing. Unless they're having a discussion about what we were talking about, whether it's first and 25 or first and 10. That may be a discussion. Nothing comes of it. Second and 10 from the 45-yard line. Still waiting for the head official to whistle us back into play. And not to disagree with these fans here, but I don't know what they're seeing. He was outside <laughs> the tackle box. That was a good throw. That's by all right. They're, they're fans. You didn't. Everybody's a critic. Handoff now up the middle. Nice run there from number 34 for LaSalle. First time into the game, William Tatlangari. Way to roll that one off the tongue, Bob. First try. Thank you Quick read. Got to know the team, guys. Impressive. Third <laughs> and three upcoming from the 48, they need the 45 for the first down. Getting onto the white paint of the 45 gets them the first. The marker looks right at the edge, the interior edge of that line where the paint starts. I formation. Handoff, Tatlangari bounces off a tackler. He's going to be short, though. Great form tackling by the linebacker of Archbishop Carroll, and it'll be fourth. And about one. Manny Quill's coming back in the game, so it looks like they're going for it on fourth down here. In there on the stop, Matt Martellotti and Demir Ruffin. They're going to bring in another defensive lineman, Khalil Curry, to be the nose guard on this one. Dan, they, they like their sweeps, you know, getting Quill, Quills on the outside. I mean, fourth and one, do you, do you risk that in losing yards, or do you go up the middle with them? I'd rather go up the middle here. I think a sweep might not be the right move, so we'll see what happens. They go with the sweep. Here's Quills. Gets through the Bust first tackler. Through. First down. Runs through oh. another one. That's a gain of 10 yards and a first down for the LaSalle Explorers. Well. <laughs> so they ran the sweep, but good to see by Quills. You know, I, don't, I hadn't pictured him as a physical running back either, you know. He ran through a couple guys there, yeah. got the first down and more. And the reason I like that call there is I think Carroll was definitely looking for up the middle. They had the box stacked, eight guys in there, and just got it, you know, got everyone clogged up in the middle and got Quills around to the outside and able to pick up the first down. We have a player for the Patriots down on the far side of the field. And that is Demir Ruff, and he's been all over, both on the offensive and defensive side. I don't blame him for having a few cramps and judging by the stretches, putting the leg straight up as he lies on his back and pushing it towards his chest area. That's... Uh, 
that's the carbon copy stretch of what you'll see when you're facing cramps. So you hope that uh, he's doing okay and get him some Gatorade other electrolytes here. It's not a hot night, as you guys said, but it's a long game. A lot of plays on both sides, and in that case, big hits. This is Bob Long Sports coverage of LaSalle College High School football. Our next broadcast is next weekend against the Archbishop Ryan football team, a team that's 3-0. and The Raiders look good so far this year. They've obliterated everybody they've played. Granted, maybe not the strongest schedule you've ever seen, but at 3-0, and uh, a force to be reckoned with in the second game of Philadelphia Catholic League play. That's a 7 o'clock start at Northeast High School, Saturday night, September 24th. They hope that you can join us that evening. Team not to be taken lightly. Not that you should take anyone lightly in this Catholic League schedule, as you know, we can see tonight, but you know, it should be a great one. Nice to get down to the Northeast, you know, site for the city games here in Philadelphia, so it'll, it'll be a, a fun one to call. Yeah, Rob, took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say the same thing. You can't really underestimate any team in the PCL, but Ryan, 3-0, looking very good against maybe average teams, but still not a team you can underestimate. Rough and off the field now. LaSalle up to the line, 7.55 to play. They lead by 21 from the 37-yard line, first and 10. Handoff, Quills, lots of room, 10, 5, touchdown, wasn't touched Woo. on his way to the end zone, and Quills puts another one on the board for himself. Adds to its coming out party, a huge night for the sophomore. It is 45-18 to 18 with 7.36 to play. And you can see the, the draw up there for LaSalle is something you're seeing all over the place in the NFL nowadays, pulling the guard from one side of the line over to the other, opening the hole, and just making a... You know, parting the seas for Quills there and able to, you know, give him enough space to go, like you said, Bob, untouched for just a 36-yard rumble into the end zone. Yeah, um, Manny Quills, a, a quick running back, but today I've seen a lot of speed out of him. They're two different things, you know. So it's good to see he has two facets to his game. Bob, I'll be back. I parked over there. Um, I think that might have gone through my windshield. Man. Wells up and good Oof. with the line drive kick on the extra point <laughs> and out of the stadium, as you mentioned, Rob, into big, your windshield. And, big moment, though. It's on the left side and of the field. The curse right. is broken. <laughs> the curse is done. That's well, it. Well, you know, if your car had to be the sacrificial lane. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I you think know? we can all deal with that. <laughs> Just send that bill to LaSalle. <laughs> 7.36 to play. Fourth quarter. 46-18. to 18. LaSalle now leads by 28 points. And they've really put it on them here. 32 points scored in the second half. And looks Still like a, a half a quarter to go. A completely different team here. Um, you know, after, after the first half, there was plenty of questions we had to ask. But after this strong second half showing, I, I don't have any questions, you know. Yeah, I, I just my only question is who gave the halftime speech? I'm guessing Coach Steinmetz. I know, it must have been a good what one. What did he say? <laughs> and uh, can can he come up here and talk to us? I'd I'd like to see what we do after a halftime speech like that. <laughs> if, you guys, if you guys don't win this game, you're walking home. Seven thirty six to play. Karish will kick from right to left on your radio dial. Back deep to receive. Kadir Roberts, Jay Smiley. They stand with their heels on their own four-yard line. Karish kicks it deep towards Smiley's way, comes up to the 10 to get it. Now comes to the middle of the field. Chase down, can't be caught. 35-yard line, and is muscled down at the 38. 
extracurriculars abound, and this is becoming a bit of a chippy affair. Like you said, a little extracurriculars there. Uh, both teams have been chippy the whole game, but right now, you know, Carroll's frustrated with the score increase, you know, maybe getting a little mad, and the, the chippiness increases. That's, this is what you don't like to see at the end of games. Continuing to break down the LaSalle offense we've seen in the second half, you say you have no questions. I still have a little bit of a question because I'd like to see a little bit more of a complex offense. It's been very mm-hmm. simple here in the second half. It's exactly what you've needed to do. At some point, you're going to re- need to re-engineer that as there's a big Ooh. stop on first down. Bowman goes down oh. a little bit extra. Hey. Flags abound. Brennan Daly made the stop, whipped him around, and uh, I think the quarterback, Steve Honick, didn't take too kindly to the way his running back, Bowman, was thrown down, came up and shoved Brennan, and that's almost certainly, yes, indeed, going to be against Archbishop Carroll. 15-yard penalty will be second down. Going back to the questions asked, I think our biggest question, obviously, is how, how is Cy Madden? We need him back yes. in the next game because he's our offensive engine. But uh, Tom Lamort, strong showing in the second half, obviously. I'd, I'd like to see next game him have a strong showing throughout the entire game. You know, get a, a, a complete game where he looks good. So I want to see that next game. But, I mean, obviously, no, there are questions. But, I mean, after the first half, I had way too many. So I guess they lessened our fears a little bit. Sweep to the outside. Bowman taken down right at the line of scrimmage near the sideline. It's third and long. From their own 25-yard line, they need the 48, third and 23. Had to wait until 6.40 left in the fourth quarter, but I got to tell you, it's nice to be able to look out an open window, Bob, and see some (laughs) action going on here. He's not bitter at all about this. No. Yeah, I can't see a thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we need three of us, guys. (laughs) Tap in. Rob, you're up. <laughs> Third and 23 from the 25-yard line. Handoff comes to the outside. Kadir Roberts makes some room up the field. Will only be about a gain of five, but stretched it out pretty well. LaSalle defense hung with them, and it's fourth and long. On comes the punting unit for Carroll. As we tick under six minutes to play in the fourth corner, LaSalle now running away with this one, 46 to 18. You mentioned it, Bob. This this drive, I, I would like to see, you know, not with the result of wanting to necessarily run up the score, but give Lamort more options on offense, see what he can do, and uh, build a little confidence heading into next week. Fair catch for Holland on the line drive punt. Catches it right at his own 40-yard line. And on comes Lamort and the LaSalle offense. And, Rob, while I hear what you're saying, I don't think we're going to see that. I, I really don't at this point of the game. While that would be helpful, just don't see anything creative coming out of the book right now. I think they're going to run the ball up the middle. Keep and, it close to the vest. And just see where it goes. But as we mentioned, the open house, lscs.org slash admissions, that's Saturday, October, so I'm sorry, Sunday, October 2nd. My Correct. apologies there. Sunday, October 2nd. 11 to 2 p.m. LSCHS.org slash admissions. I formation. 
Selecki into the game. They hand it off to Octavius Carter. Good block on the outside. He cuts up field and gets to the 50-yard line. Should be right at the first down marker. Carter stepped over by number 31, Bobby Ferry. Carter not pleased. Reminiscent of a little AI down in the corner. Now they do call the hold. Ten-yard penalty. They'll back him up. Hold was five yards from the line of scrimmage, so it will be first. I'm sorry, was right at the line of scrimmage, so first and 20 coming up from the 30. Five minutes, 15 seconds to play, clock ticking. LaSalle moving from right to left. Selecki comes into the shotgun. Tatlangari to his right. Carter comes in motion, jet sweep to Carter. Bounces to the outside, gets to the edge, and is taken down two yards again for Carter. 4.50 to play in this fourth quarter. LaSalle leading 46-18. to 18. Into the huddle comes Selecki. Selecki, a junior quarterback, standing at 5'10". Pete Nelson into the game, number 84, a wide receiver. Split out wide to the near side. Tatlangari in the backfield. Hand off to Tatlangari, has some room, spun around and dives forward at the 37-yard line. Gain of about four or five yards. Third and 12. Third and 13 for the Explorers. Need the, about the 50-yard line for a first down. Three minutes, 45 seconds to play in this one. Selecki in the shotgun. Deep drop, throwing the screen over the head of Tatlin Gari. Fourth down and 13 yards coming up. 12, 13 yards after the incompletion and back to punt will be Mike Wells. Let's see if he's got a boot as a punter as well. Wells with his heels on his own 25-yard line. Whew. Decent punt. It'll take a hop in the Explorers' favor inside the 30 to the 27-yard line. It is touched up there. A kick. Nice job from Wells, 40 yards. Not quite out of the stadium, but you know, does It'll the do. job. Does the job. Three minutes and 16 seconds to play. Now, guys, as Carroll comes out to the offensive side here. What are your takeaways, not just from this game, but uh, you know, grade this LaSalle Explorers team four games in. They're going to move to 2-2. Two and two. And What's the best thing you've seen this year? And what do you think is the thing that they need to improve upon the most? Start with you, Dan. Um, if we're talking like grades here, I'd give them a B because 
so far. I, I didn't see the game against Malvern, but I heard about their their mistakes, their their penalties. So that that game you just struggled with with mistakes. Uh, this game, first half, obviously just rough for them. Five turnovers in the second quarter alone, but really had some resilience, which I I like to see in them because they haven't had like they haven't had a game where they've had to come back and win like they have today, and a lot of resilience shown. So I give them a B overall. At, uh, they'd be two and two now, right? I believe two and two is so the record. Yep. They can they can become better. Obviously, practice makes perfect. So they're they're a great team, but they become they can become even better after after the games following. Sack on second down of Hanek dropped down behind the original line of scrimmage. A gain of a couple on first down. Now it's third and thirteen. Rob, your thoughts? So well, most positive thing I I think, and Dan, you started to touch on this uh, was just the the answer in the second half here tonight by LaSalle, you know, able to take mistakes that they made in the first half, put them behind them and come out and completely, not maybe not completely change their game, but, you know, do make adjustments and do what they needed to get back into a game that easily could have been lost. Um, so definitely happy about that. Third down. Honick throws over the middle. Catch is made by Smiley. Cuts back. And now he's going to be short of a first down. Had it. Had the first down. And should have just dove forward. He thought he was grasped by the face mask. I don't exactly disagree. I think he was. But that wasn't called. He had a first down if he just dives forward. Oh, and they get him. That's a horrible spot. But nevertheless, (laughs) I mean, not not even a conversation. That's, That's not how you mark it. But nevertheless, two minutes, 12 seconds to go. Throw over the middle. Catch is made by Gross. Now he comes back the wrong way. That he should have a first down, but he still brought it back about a half yard closer to that marker. Uh, I'm not really understanding. (laughs) Anyway, but to quickly finish, uh, the the thing I think that needs an improvement is um, corner and safety play, secondary play for LaSalle. They're getting beat by too many big plays. Uh, We saw that again tonight. A couple deep balls getting behind them. Uh, Just want to see that cleaned up. And, And then just a little more confidence. From Lamort, you know he, he's shown in, bur- in spurts that he can be the quarterback for this team and, and come up with some big plays, but needs to be more consistent. Wheel route, Gross drops the ball again. He was wide open at the 38-yard line, dropped it right on cue. <laughs> the big plays by the secondary being, being given up by the secondary, but again, seems to be a theme this year. You know, drop balls helping Lasalle on defense. And to add on, if I can. Um the LaSalle corners, like you said, they're getting beat because, like I said earlier, they're not getting their head around. They, you mm-hmm. need to have yep. eye contact with the ball because if they don't know when the ball is coming, like that play over in the, the opposite corner we saw, the cornerback, I think it was uh, Flavin or McNeil, they didn't see the ball coming, and the, the ball just went right past them to the wide receiver of Carroll. This time, Demir Ruffin drops the ball. A good pass from Honick and another drop. And another injured explorer. Now this is a Patriot, Patriot that's down. Yep. And I think it's Ruffin again. He was down with cramps earlier. I think he's suffering from those same issues. He was the one that did drop the pass. It's third and ten. You do feel bad for Hanek. Already a bit overmatched. His offensive line no match for LaSalle. His receivers dropping balls. Uh, you know, he hasn't had an awful night per se. Yes, mistakes have been made, but all in all, he's been thrown into a very difficult situation. I'd have to agree with you there. LaSalle's defense just a pack of large guys, and it's, it's intimidating to play against them, obviously, as a, as, as a 
Hanek has to, but he's he's st- he's stood his ground and he's he's had some great throws tonight. Actually, he he's shown flashes of of great play. He's got a, a, a nice arm, throws long balls like like I I wouldn't expect. You know, not the, not the tallest dude, but he obviously can throw. So it's cool. To, it's good to see that he's not overmatched by the LaSalle's defense to the point where he's intimidated. Demir Ruffin comes off the field now, hobbling with a little bit of help from the trainer. Carroll's all the way up to the line, ready to go. <laughs> Ruffin isn't even at the hash marks yet, so this is going to take a little bit. Guys? Uh, refs, hold on. Referees hold on. were ready to go. this into play. I don't <laughs> think that's a very good idea. <laughs> Ruffin now off the field. And it's third and ten. From their own 49, LaSalle brings the pressure, thrown over the middle, catch made by Smiley and taken down. But good enough for a first down, a gain of 20. Right up the seam. And right up to the line comes Carroll. Clock stops momentarily as they move the chains. They are now at their own 29-yard line. I'm sorry, LaSalle's 29-yard line, driving down the field. Bowman late to get on the field. Now he's forced to come back off the field. Clock ticks a minute 13. Now the snap. Throwing over the middle. Ooh. Past the outstretched arms of number 28, Roman Davis. Second and 10. Get out of the game. Pass is incomplete. Second and 10. 46 to 18, the score. LaSalle leads. Slow to get up now for the Explorer. Sorry, Bob, is Alex dealt. Delpo. Delpo. A minute eight to play. On comes the trainer for LaSalle, Dave Crow. If I'm not mistaken, it looks like he was grabbing at his hamstring. I'm not too sure, but we'll see. Been a tough fourth quarter. I was going to say a tough night for injuries, but especially this fourth quarter. Obviously, Cy Madden goes out in the first, and that's the highest profile of all the injuries, but you're seeing a lot of, whether it's cramps or other issues, on both sides here in the fourth quarter. Delpo is to his feet. And I think at this point, both teams are of the mindset of just get us out of here. Too many guys going down late in this game, and <laughs> game slowing to a crawls, a snail's pace. Delpo being walked off the field and now exits. LaSalle defense ready to go. Patriots onto the field. Honick in the shotgun, two to the far side. Second and 10 from their 29 yard line of the Explorers. They throw over the top. Smiley caught inside the 10 yard line. A first down and another 20 yard reception for Smiley. And same exact play from, the, uh, from Carroll there. A nice throw up the seam and 20-yard gain yet again. Clock is stopped momentarily as they reset the chains. Now the whistle blows and the time ticks. Under a minute to play fourth quarter. LaSalle leading 46-18. The Patriots looking to mount one more scoring drive. Snap with 48 seconds to go. They throw over the middle. Nearly intercepted by Seamus Heckard. Couldn't get the second hand around, but got one hand on it and knocked it down. Heckard saw that coming in at him the whole way. Just couldn't get, he was sort of backpedaling. Couldn't get his feet planted and move forward quick enough to to get in a position where he could make that catch, but way to knock it down. 
43 seconds to play. Fourth quarter. LaSalle's going to move to 2-2 two and two on the year. 32 unanswered points in the second half, the difference. Honick takes the snap. Pitches it. It's oh, a fumble. LaSalle has the football. Number 40 has it for the Explorers. Jason Kessler is chased down on the other side of midfield, down to the 35-yard line. A score-saving tackle on the backtrack from Archbishop Carroll. Kessler had wide eyes. He wanted a touchdown. The pitch was blocked by the Explorers, and then Kessler went down to get it, started running with the football. Now we'll see nothing but a knee from the Explorers to wrap up this game, which has been... At times sloppy, at times difficult to watch, and at no points pretty, but it's a 46-18 to 18 win for the LaSalle Explorers. And just like we said, a, a way for them to fight back, you know, a game that could have gotten away easily, uh, but they hung in there. Coach Steinmetz laid some solid words on them at halftime and really turned things around here in the second half. Selecki, the quarterback. Taking a knee, drops down to one knee, and the rest of the time will run off. We're down under 20 seconds to play. LaSalle wins 46-18. to As we mentioned, 32 points, four touchdowns, a two-point conversion, and a field goal in the second half. No answer from Carroll, and LaSalle moves to 1-0, albeit not pretty, in the Philadelphia Catholic League. Final thoughts from you, Rob, on this game this evening, and now we start to look forward to the meet of the Philadelphia Catholic League schedule, starting with Archbishop Ryan, followed by Father Judge, both of them at Northeast High School. Well, for LaSalle, uh, it's a, sort of a rocky start, I guess, to the PCL schedule here. You know, they, they come out away with the win, but like you said, Bob, not pretty. Uh, sort of really needing to fight back in this one. Nice to see them fight back, that they're able to do that, you know, fall behind, um, Play sloppy, very sloppy football, but still come away with the win. Uh, and through the other side, I mean, Carroll, you look at it, way for them to fight. You know, they, they really stayed resilient in this game. They're not going to be uh, an easy out for anyone in this league uh, this year. So just great football all around, really exciting to watch, and um, happy to get away with the win. Uh, basically, just reiterate what Rob said. Um, yeah, tough, ugly game for them, basically. You know, uh, not an easy win by any means. Coach Steinmetz will not be happy, obviously, with their first half. Second half, obviously great for them. But a great, great, great team play by Carroll as well. Um, staying strong first half, it was crazy for them. It was, it was a great, great team play by them. Obviously, second half just outmatched by LaSalle's offense and defense. But great resilience shown by them. Great resilience shown by LaSalle. I'm excited for the next game. One question in the minds of LaSalle college high school explorer fans is what is the status of side madden we don't know that today he came out in the first quarter did not play the rest of the way now one one thing you may consider and not knowing anything about the severity is lasalle coaches could have made a decision at some point that just wasn't worth it to bring him back into the game a game that while it was a halftime lead for carroll in the second half really wasn't close we'll just now have to wait and see what the situation is and the status of Cy Madden as he now has an extra day to prepare for next week a Saturday night tilt against Archbishop Bryan and on the other side Tom Lamort 
started to recover in the second half, played a little better. Again, it remains simple offense. Uh, the next step for him is taking that over a full game effort when you're really throwing all the plays together, when Gordon is throwing the kitchen sink at the offense from a complexity standpoint and even starting to make calls at the line. I think that's going to be that next level that Lamort is going to have the opportunity to get to over the course of this season. I look forward to that as well. Yeah, and you mentioned Madden. Uh, obviously a name you want to see back. You hope, you, you know, hope and pray that uh, he's all right and can come back for the Explorers. But it, at the same time, it was nice to see you know, Manny Quills and, and the other backs in this offense really step up and you know, show that they can uh, you know, be turned around and handed the ball to and, and make some plays. So it was impressive to watch them tonight. A, a great coming out party for Quills and, and just you know, a, a nice night for, for the backs of this offense despite uh, losing Madden early in, in this game. LaSalle visits Conshohocken for the first time since 2004 and comes out with a 46-18 win. Uh, yeah, uh, as you said, hope that Cy Madden's all right. He's a big, big player in their offense, obviously, obviously the biggest player. But Tom Lamort, in the next few weeks, he's going to have a huge workload, obviously. And I know he can handle it. He's a guy that has a calm mindset and he can handle the workload. But I want to see him in these next games stay calm and confident in that pocket for the whole game. He's had, he's had, like, he's had moments where he's been great and moments where he's been obviously not so great. But I want to see him pull together a full game of... Of a, of a good play, and hopefully that, that play will push forward through the rest of this season. Conshohocken is the site of tonight's game. The A field at the 11th and Harry Streets. First time for LaSalle here since 2004. It was a, a victorious return as the Explorers win 46-18 to against Archbishop Carroll, who will now wait two more weeks to open their new home field. Uh, on their campus. So they will look forward to that. They start 0-1 in Philadelphia Catholic League play. But this Explorer team now moves forward 1-0 in Catholic League play, 2-2 overall. For my partners, Rob Stott, Dan Madden, I'm Bob Long saying so long from Conjahawken, Pennsylvania, and thanks to our sponsors who brought this game to you, Dunphy Ford and Howland Hess O'Connell. Until next Saturday night, we will see you later. And tune in 20 minutes before the home game on Saturday for the Dunfeet Ford pregame show live from Northeast High School before LaSalle against Archbishop Ryan. Have a safe night, everybody. We'll see you next week.